we go. Good morning. What's happening? How you doing? What's happening? What's happening? We're here to make your morning just a little bit better. Morning be better, better at least. Bob, powered by Chewy. Maybe you could reciprocate by making our mornings a little better. Sticking around for a few minutes. Let's do today's starting lineup. I want to, since about 50,000 new people move to our town every day, it's probably important that we, uh, you know, we do the roster. The man straight ahead. In basic black today, ladies and gentlemen. You know what that means. Mm. He's going to get down to business. He's TCB taking care of business today, ladies and gentlemen. Heavyweight champ. Every aspect of his life. He's knocked guys out in the ring, and he's knocked them cold on the radio, ladies and gentlemen. Those incredible one-liners. All the things that he does that makes our ecosystem, the Mornings with Matt and Bob ecosystem, run every day. Ladies and gentlemen, a food head, a shoe head, too. He got hobbies, and he has one friend. You sure about that? Name Spencer. You sure about that? Which uh, I don't know if sad or is a blessing. I don't know... A good friend. Though. He's the best I could do. The best he could do. Ladies and gentlemen, can you be his friend? Say hello to Mr. Chewy Eldorado. Thank you so much. Lift me into the air. So. Now, yesterday, here's a man that I lunched with, along with Jim from Renegade, but uh, this man right here to my right. Man. Who's, uh... What he ordered? Well, he had to watch me eat a gluten-free bun, you know, and a hamburger. Him and Jim? Yeah, I know. Oh, uh, I know. That's on me. That's on me, ladies and gentlemen. He is, uh, well, he's a former star of episodic television. What can I say? And a stand-up comic who's, who's toured the world and elsewhere. He's Austin's greatest living storyteller, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to see what he's got for us. What he's got in store. Ladies and gentlemen, please say hello to Mr. The Marvelous Mr. Matt. Matt Bearden. Thank you. Uh, sorry. I didn't... I'm trying to talk and unpack my stuff. and It's all too much. He's not lying, ladies and gentlemen. Yesterday, I watched him eat a gluten-free bun. You know what? Oh. They've made advances, though. I will say. Mm, is it soft yet? It was pretty soft, and it was pretty... I even doubted whether it was gluten-free. It looked different than Matt's gluten bun, but... Uh, yeah, it... I doubted whether it was really actually gluten-free. There's a little bit of gluten in it. There probably was. I don't know why I'm doing it. They sprinkle some gluten in it. Well, he uh, had a gluten-free bun, but that doesn't mean he he shaved off any fun, ladies and gentlemen. As a man, the myth. He is uh, not yet legendary. More myth than uh, Which is, uh, are you saying what? More myth? More myth than man. More myth than man? Than man, yeah. It's a member of the Texas Radio Hall of Fame. Big deal. He uh, has been on the cover of the Chronicle. He's been uh, on television. He's created television. He's created film. He's been on film. Oh, yeah. It's exhausting to go through this YouTube guy's too, yeah. litany. Influencer? Did you say influencer? Yeah, I'm getting to it. He's an influencer. Like infl- He's seen he, in over 40 countries. He influenced me to say that just now. Uh, but he's also taught one of you out there a little something about rock and roll because he's the progenitor ah. of the rock and roll news. Yes, Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, uh, he is number one in your hearts no. and number six in your brain. It's Mr. Bob Fontaine. I 
think I will change my name to the, the insane Bob Fontaine. Almost, the almost, almost insane, insane Bob Fontaine. Bob Fontaine. Yeah, Folks, my... I, you know what? I, I wish. Uh, I wish. Should we ever? Should, one day, should we do an entire show with you as the almost insane Bob Fontaine? Yeah. If you don't know, and a lot of you won't, Bob's first foray into radio, he was. The almost insane Bob Fontaine. Well, the thing was, I used to hang around this station. I used to, so I got, when I, when I came out of UT in 19, whatever, mm-hmm. in the 70s, whatever, uh, I went to work for Channel 7, KTBC Television. Back then, it was CBS, Columbia Broadcast System Network. And right out, like the day after I got out of UT, I got hired by Rush Evans. Man. Who, by the way, best man at his wedding was Gordon Jump from WKRP. Holy S, bro. And through that, I got to meet the entire cast of WKRP at one point. That's another story. That's going to be in the book. WKRP at a wedding in Austin. That's going to be a chapter in the book where Gary Sandy yelled at me. And I almost cried because I was like 20 years old, 22 years old or something. Anyway, um, where was I going with that? Oh, so next door was the original KLBJ building that just had that housed KLBJ AM and KLBJ FM at 10th and Brazos. So right around the corner, attached, well, there was a little alleyway in between, KDBC TV and KLBJ AM and FM were in the little building right next to that little two-story building. And all the jocks used to go out in the alley and smoke, smoke out. Between their shifts or whatever, it wasn't no good one stuff. knew. It no one, no, it, was it wasn't good. Stuff. It wasn't good. I didn't participate. I'm not jealous. Anyway, the point being was, I was hanging out at KLBJ FM before I worked at KLBJ FM, making friends with all the salespeople and the jocks and all that. And then a little bit later on, a few years later on, I got to be promotions director for KLBJ AM and FM, the first one they ever had. That was '86, '87, and so. I was always, since like 1978, have always been hanging around KLBJ. Not just like outside, like inside, being allowed in. And at one point, there was a guy named Vic who was doing an, uh, he was doing the nighttime shift. Can't remember his last name. Long hair. All the jocks had long, they were like FM jocks, right? You had long hair. Yeah, I did. Weirdo. And... Uh, he said, hey, why don't you just come out and do radio? Just hang out with me at, you know, on the nighttime shift and be a character and hang out and, you know, whatever. And so we would just come up with stupid skits and bits and stuff like that. And I, I was the almost insane Bob Fontaine because I knew even back then that no one was going to accept somebody in broadcasting with a vowel at the end of their name. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, wanted to, I, mean, t- I wanted to seem as white as possible. Well, no. I guess fine. Fontaine silent, has an E. It's a silent E, though. That's the that's the difference. You can we get, can call you Bob Fonsec. Still doesn't, still doesn't ring. And how about pure chewy, enough? Chewy elbow rod. Uh, so I picked the name the almost insane Bob Fontaine, and that's what I, I became known as. But I wasn't <laughs> even working at. I don't think at that time for hmm. the station. Huh. But I've always been since since the late seventies, early eighties, always been hanging around KLBJ. Eleven forty five. We got a brand new one coming up here from Led Zeppelin, and just on the other side, going to introduce you to my new pal, the almost insane Bob Fontaine. And 
the total, if you put my two stints at KLBJ, this one and the one previous, that's 35 years. That's more than half my, easily more than half my life Damn. spent serving these call letters. We salute you. No, you don't. Mm-mm. You want me to get out of the way. <laughs> but I'm not going anywhere. We don't want you to leave. Because my, my name I don't is want to know who they're going to put there. I, that's why I don't want you to leave. The B in KLBJ stands for Bob. Did you know that? Did you, are your initials in there anywhere? J. My first name is John. When you say when you hear KLBJ, the In B. fact, the J is actually Johnson. Hey, that's right. Your first name is John, isn't it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, okay. What about you, Matt? La Birden Jacques. <laughs> Le, Le Birden. K. Le Birden Jacques. Anyway, that's some of the ABCs of me. I've always just, because I've always like was into rock music, and and I thought, well, if you're into rock music, the place to be to get free records and stuff and hang out and be cool is at KLBJ. And it was cool when it was downtown. Now we're out in, we're in Death Valley. <laughs> I bought a pair of uh, I bought a pair of clip-on pedals or clip-in pedals, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. from a guy who was living in that building where, you know, he got turned into apartments for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, that was the first time I went in there, and I was just like, this building is insane. I wanted to live there badly, right? Because uh, I was like, oh, I mean, yeah, this guy came out from this, but it was like it's like a more like a boarding house at that point. Yeah. It was like shared bathrooms right. down the hall or whatever. And uh, that's the only time I was ever in there. But by that point, you know, it hadn't been radio for a while. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I, I just, met you know, some I'm, interesting people I there too over the years story, too. And it was, uh, I realized. No, I didn't, didn't know they did. I didn't know it didn't became a, up. I didn't know it became a resident. I thought KDBC swallowed it no, up, but maybe not. I but anyway, sorry. I even told the story. No, this is all kind of semi-interesting, you. Yeah. Oh, thank you I for semi-interesting. I well, I mean, there is history. That's. I mean, how do you go forward without knowing the past? Yeah. Do you have anything semi-interesting just, this morning? Yeah. What did? What did I don't even have that. Nothing about KLBJ or. Uh, when you first started, or nah, like, how did you end up? How did you come to KLBJ as opposed to any other station for your internship? I listened to the show with and Bob in the mornings. So. That's right, you were a fan, and so I came and interned in '08, thinking I would go do some video stuff, and then I ended up liking them. They're stupid. You would go do some video stuff. Yeah, I thought I'd go do some editing or something video-wise for like news or something like that. Oh, when are you gonna when are you headed out? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. If I could get the, not anchor, but if I could do weather, I'd go. You got to go to meteorology school. No, you also don't. Be no, hot. you don't. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. I got you. You got to know about. Okay, what's the difference between a cold front and a hot front? One of them's hot. One of them's cold. Damn, dude, he just dunked on you, Bob. All right, what's the difference between high pressure system and a low pressure system? Systematically, one's higher. Damn, he's good. I don't know that he needs to go to school. What other brain busters? Okay. Do you have? <laughs> okay. Okay. What's a gale force win? Gale force win? Yeah. That's from the uh, from the city of Gale across the way. What's a cumulus cloud? That's the rain one. Is it? We have no idea. That's the thing. He can tell us anything he wants to. That's the rain one. What is the chance of rain today? A little bit. <laughs> Every day, it's a little. You gotta. There's, there's no a chance. There's never zero chance. So, so you're saying there's a chance? Well, we'll be back at 5 p.m. for sports.
Hey, you listen to the almost insane Bob Fontaine. Oh, I got a new bit today later on. It's called What's the Scam? Question mark. And maybe the listeners can help me out. Oh, Love yeah, it. I like I'll that. I'll describe a scam that almost happened to me yesterday in a parking lot. Yep. I'll give you the parameters, and then you tell me what the end game was because I can't figure it out because I didn't see it through. Someone tried to fix your dent. Close. All right, let's do a little click, click, boom, everybody. Are we continuing something that we did yesterday? Because I remember yesterday being fun. What was, what was well, it? Well, the last two days we did uh, most overrated albums of the 70s. Yeah. But we, uh, we We're finished that off. going to go to next decade? No, we finished that off. But we'll, we'll bring it back next week. Next week we'll find something else from Stevie Mac, oh, okay? I knew I should have This one could home. be fun, though. It's uh, how many common... Uh, have you been saying these commonly misused words and phrases wrong your entire life? Oh, probably. I hope there's some good ones, because there's probably. some words I definitely misuse. Okay. This is more about phrases than words, oh, but uh, yeah. what do you say? Do you say, to be Pacific? Be no, Pacific? No. Yeah. Apparently there are people say that say, big. to be Pacific, and some... So you say, to be specific? Specific I've never heard anybody say that. Not to be would, specific, I would run away from anyone that used the phrase. Will you be more? Will you be more Pacific? Okay. No, no, they don't say it. No, they. Apparently, some people because you shorten up these phrases. Here's a better example. What do you say? Nipped in the bud. Nip it in the bud. In the bud or in the butt? Nip I bud. bud. Nip it in the bud, nip like a flower. You, okay. You're nipping. I used to say trimming. in the butt though. You did? I think I, yeah, I think I used to say Nip it the in the butt. And one that I just changed or knew, tied. Something to tide you over. Yeah. You used to say tie you tie, Just tie. All right. Well, that may be on this list. Here's the next one. All intents. And purposes. Mom? For all intents. Intent, like intention. Okay. All intents and purposes. All right. What did you say? Not intents and purposes. Well, no. It's because a large portion of the population says all intensive purposes. A large... I could a large percentage mm-hmm. of the population are idiots, then. Who all, says that? 15% of people say all intents and purposes. Run, I would run away. I would run away from that person. So not only people don't know what lyrics they're singing, they also don't really know... Right. But I think it has the to do also, when I was a kid, when I was, I remember in college learning that all intents of purposes was actually all intents and purposes. The Tide one that I said before this was literally like last year. Yeah. Tongue in cheek. Say it again. Tongue in cheek. All right. Chewy, what you got? In cheek. Tongue in cheek? I used to say yeah. You used to say tongue and, and tongue and cheek. Tongue and cheek. But now you say tongue in like cheek. Like this, like this. Gross. No, your tongue is in your mouth. Yeah. It is so tongue in, in cheek. cheek, but twenty five percent of Americans say tongue and cheek. It's just say cheeks. I'd run away from those people. Now they now they got their tongue in different cheeks, this generation, huh? Yeah. Eh? That's the oldest you've ever sounded on this show. I know. I've done it too. Where are these stupid people? What state are they in? Iowa? No, all over. Okay, first of all, it tends to be not necessarily that stupid. It's that you've never seen and read the phrase. You've learned it from hearing it. Have you heard me say something or Chewy say something that isn't correct and didn't correct us? I didn't bring this in for you to get defensive, Bob. Do you feel insecure right now? Yeah, you feel like you're on trial? No, I just feel like 
I've never run into these people that do this. I would correct them on the spot. You're around high circles, the higher educated. If somebody mm. said to you, if you were talking in a College. conversation, yesterday we were hanging out with somebody who's a friend of the show, yep. an advertiser, and if that person had said to you, well, you know, just we could do it kind of tongue in, tongue in cheek. Tongue and cheek? You'd, go, you'd be like, hey, mother effort, it's tongue in cheek. I mean, think of the difference. Tongue in cheek, tongue in cheek. Can you hear the difference? But I'm saying two different things. Tongue in cheek, tongue in cheek. You never talk with any less than educated people. How many people you hang out with that don't have a college education? Um, two of my kids. Okay. Well, they're, they're going, you know, they're not done. I don't know. I hang out with some. I don't know. You're a loser. <laughs> You're a loser. All your friends who went to All college. Your I'm trying to think. Right. You're a loser, dude. So far, though, I haven't heard anybody say any of these. So things. you have like an all-college neighborhood? I don't know. I don't know. I don't ask for. It's called high society. When was the last time you saw someone's degree? I don't I even don't know. know where mine is. I don't even know where my diploma is. That's what I, I know. I, I got to be honest to college. I'm telling people I have I went no to idea. College. I probably lost my college diploma. Call me on my bluff, then. I know where your diploma is. It's in your house, which is there on in Reach Around Heights, your neighborhood. <laughs> I don't even know where it is. And I've never seen my wife's, and I know she graduated from UT. Oh, well, wow. who, what do you do? Unless you're a doctor, you don't put it on the wall. Yeah, I, it's still I kind of laugh when I go to somebody's house and they've got their Bachelor of Science so on you, the wall. Mine's on the, on the fireplace. Well, that's different. Okay. Is it really? Yeah, I, hung on the, I had it blown up. It's five foot by four foot, and it hangs up above my fireplace. That and, and it has a light up neon that points to my name. It goes ee. That and five dollars will get you a Starbucks coffee, or maybe six dollars. All right, question for you guys. I don't know. If someone, if someone's completely naked, how you're, would you describe them? You're you're buck naked, but I think it's buff naked. I think it's butt naked. Okay, you say butt naked. You say buff naked. I think it's no. I think it's buck naked. Like a no. Buck, that's like, a that's a DJ. His name was Buck, buck Naked. <laughs> you don't remember him? We mean remember him. I stole his. Hat. You were him. <laughs> Here's two offerings. I have buck b u c k naked, and I have butt b u t t naked. Butt. I've never heard buff naked. It's no, it's butt. buck. It's buck naked, like a deer, like it, like you're like a running deer, like you see his butt running away. You're buck naked. So you see his or, butt, but you won't use butt. It's butt. It's not butt naked. The actual what? saying is buck naked. What? Yeah, sorry. Well, but that's that's where the words are stupid. Here's the thing though. Over 40% of Americans say butt naked. Can you tell me why buck makes more sense than butt? Cuz it has to do with being down in your bucks, your buckskins. Yeah. Oh, buck naked. Yeah. Don't go oh, oh. Well, I didn't know I was referring to a deer. But it does when you think about yeah, it. I hear butt naked. I've heard butt people naked say it makes butt more naked. sense. Yeah. Butt naked makes more sense. Man, so I can see, you're Maybe so naked, today. I can see your butt. Not a lot of bucks around. Because you can be almost naked, but you, you leave your your, your tidy whities on, I can't see your butt. I think society is correct in altering it throughout the ages. Now, I will say I've never heard buff naked, but that's pretty good because you're in the buff. Yeah, I, that's what I, you know. Whatever happened to buck naked? Let me see. Buck naked. I love that dude. I love hearing him say. Where that. was he? I, he, I don't know. He was somewhere in Texas. Buck naked. Oh, he's on Twitter. Let me see. <laughs> no, nah, that's got it. Yeah, it is. No, that's an underground DJ. I don't know. He's dead, buck naked in a ditch somewhere.
Okay, if you talk about how things are kind of a brutal world, it's a cruel, cruel world. S- similar, but it starts with a it starts with the syllable dog. Dog eat dog world. Okay, what are you saying? Dog eat dog world. Bob, what do you got? Dog eat dog. Okay, it's not. But some people say doggy dog. Some people say doggy dog world. In fact, <laughs> oh, come on. Five percent of Americans say Whoa. it's a doggy dog world. Run away from those people. What? Yo, welcome to the stage. It's doggy dog. <laughs> it's a doggy dog world. Yeah. No, it's a dog eat. Those dog. are children. It's okay if children get it wrong. Are they I counting w- children? Can we start calling Fridays a doggy dog Friday? Doggy dog. Doggy dog. Who says that? What? Five percent of Americans say doggy dog. Five percent of Americans. Okay. Okay. Now, in the origin of dog eat dog, was there a time when dogs didn't have anything to eat, so they ate each other? It's saying it's so brutal that yeah, the dog is eating another dog. I don't think they would do that. They might. Okay. Here's one. Starts with a B and it's about a kind of a lie. Oh, um, uh, it's an extreme. bold faced, bold. I think it's bold faced. You say lie, bold faced, like a type, but not face, not bold faced lie. No, bold faced, like you a think bold the, faced. But you think the first font. word is bold? Yeah. Okay, Chewy, what do you got? I think it's present tense, bold face, and not. Faced. But you Some people say bald face. Correct. But bald, I think bald. it's bold face, like bold face type. Bold face. Like it's so, it's such a big lie that it's in bold font face. The correct term is bold faced lie. That's what I said first. That's but what I said. More than 30% of Americans say bald faced lie. Yeah. Yeah. Bald face. Why would he have I to run be away bald? from those people? I'm running away from a lot of people, I find. You don't even have sometimes anybody that's when mispronouncing I, anything. Sometimes when I run away from a person that says bald-faced, I'm actually running into a person that says bald-faced or butt-naked. You can't escape these people. All of your friends Have you know never read like, a book? All of your friends know where, like, Lithuania is or something. Or- yeah. Hang, have fun hanging out with your yeah, college viewers in Lithuania. Uh, that's going to be today's click, click, boom. Do you guys want to come back to this tomorrow? Yeah. Are you sure it's click, it? click, boom? Is it click or is it click, clack, boom? Uh, Bob Fonseca, my good friend, yes. took me out yesterday to Renegade Truck. It was my first stop into Renegade Truck. Well, you know all the stuff. I was impressed with your knowledge. Were you impressed with my yeah, knowledge? Yeah, I just throw Jim the keys and say, mess it up. You know, just put something on it. Right, oh, because I was trying to ask you about upper control arms and what I need them. Ball and... joint. I don't even know where a ball joint is. It okay. Might... Well, and that's what I liked about Jim is that I was like, hey, I want to source some of these parts because I feel better about it. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. And I was like, okay, well, you do, yeah. I don't want you to think that. And he's like, no. He's like, dude, this is literally how we do stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. And it made me feel a little better. I also, he was trying to trick out my truck, and I just said, hey, dude, I got to pull back. I kind of want. A, I still want a little bit of a retro beater. Yeah. And he goes, okay. And I liked that, too. When I finally just said, hey, here are the, here are the wheels I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. And like his son was like, oh, you want old school. And old I was like, yeah. And he yeah. goes, okay, we got you, we got you. And then immediately yeah, their like, brains flipped and they knew where they knew where I was headed, right. uh, which I enjoyed. Uh, thanks for taking me out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. They got uh, tonneau covers. 
Mm-hmm. All kinds. Uh, I was looking at uh, bed covers. All kinds. They were showing me a bed liner. All kinds. They were showing me... Possible paint solutions. They were showing me um, uh, window tent solutions. Uh-huh. They, I'm trying to remember everything that I learned yesterday. Wheels, tires, yeah. uh, lift kits. Let's say good morning to Sarah. Okay, good morning, Sarah. Hi, good morning, guys. Hi, how Hello, are you? Sarah. Uh, I'm doing well, doing well. First you time s- caller. You sound actually very awake for uh, usually when we get callers this early they're coming down off a meth binge you sound like (laughs) you got a good night's sleep and you're headed out to tackle the world um well i have to be in a good mood i go work with children so that's the worst love those little monsters yeah well what's up sarah um i just wanted to make a comment to bob because he's running away from so many people but he says advertisement. Isn't that incorrect? Because I'm I'm half it's, British. He says it because he's half. He says aluminium too sometimes. It's annoying, isn't it, Sarah? It kind of is. I think he likes it because he likes to try to. Um, I think he wants to signal to other Brits in the listening audience that he's he's oh. part of them. But well, it is their language that we we took and bastardized, and so whenever whenever uh, possible, I spell color with a U. Guess what? We took their we I, took their colonies and we bastardized them into the greatest country. I, I do when I spell theater, it's R E at the end. Uh, I uh, uh, my ears uh, are hurting, Bob. It's I, annoying, uh, isn't it, Sarah? Thank aluminium. You uh, what do I? What, you should it, have to pay more for tea. Advertisement is a okay. It's more economical. Okay, from a from a delivery standpoint, to say advertisement, okay? As, An advertisement? As, as opposed to advertisement. Hey, Sarah, while we have you on the phone, what are some of the other annoying things that Bob does? You want me. Oh. You secretly want me, Sarah. You know you, you, know, know you do. You know, there was a time you guys were talking about line cutters, and that just really grinded my gears. Line cutters? That might have been me. Oh, yeah. Using line cutters. Oh, yeah. Was were, Bob was saying that if uh, someone's already standing in line and then their oh. friends come to stand with them because they were parking the line car. Line cutters. Yeah. 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 That's, line that cutters. That doesn't count, Bob. You that go to the count. end of the Joey, you, know, you know. Tell them, Sarah. I'm, I'm on Sarah's side. Uh, hey, I'll go to the end. If a, a friend of mine gets to a line late, I'll go to the end of the line and stand with him, but I'm not going to let him cut. Can I? Say like, because everybody sees that. I love the idea of a once a week se- segment called What Annoys Sarah. And she calls with this wonderful but that voice. That just means she's pulling my hair, is what she's doing. She really wants me. I don't know if that's all. I'm not available, Sarah. I think we sometimes tell young men that. And it's kind of a bad Sarah. thing that we do is that we tell boys, oh, if a girl tells you no, that means well, she wants no. you. She that is a, but I'm not kind hearing, of a bad idea. I'm not hearing no she from might Sarah. Not like if you. a girl punches you in the face, that just means she likes you. That's not a good thing to teach our young men. Sarah, I, I mean, pick- I'm not telling you what I do and I don't like. Um, you know, I do like a challenge. I'll tell you that. Ooh. Now, Sarah, can we fight. ask you, what do you do with, are you a, a teacher? Are you an educator? Uh, no, I work in pediatric dentistry. Oh. Now, what the hell's that? A little baby teeth. Uh, you know, I put my fingers in children's mouths. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know, uh, Epstein did that. Um, Just like, what was it, taxi driver? What was the one with Yeah. <laughs> Pediatric. Now, you get to, uh, do you ever keep the teeth? You ever pull them out so the kids can't get any money at night? You ever just keep them? Uh, and, then, and then put no. them under your own pillow? No, only the wisdom teeth. Are some of your dental tools aluminium? Oh, I'm so smart. <laughs> Yeah, you aluminium you trays. You put aluminium tools in the autoclave or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. Always See, thinking of Bob you, when I do. Are you impressed? I know what an autoclave is. 
I am actually. He, yeah, except he usually pronounces it autoclave. He usually says autoclave. Auto avoclave. Yeah. I like that a lot better, actually. I'll stop Uh-oh. saying advertisement, but I think it's a more efficient way of saying that word. Well, you know, I'm not like judging, but. And English, um, you know, a little judgy, the actually. English English is the original English, and we should all respect that. No, no, no we made no. it better. Yeah, we did. All right. I wish I had we something. We made it much better. All right. Well, thank you, Sarah. <laughs> What's the British thank word you for, for serving all of our children? Hey, Sarah. Well, well, thanks for picking up my call, guys. I sure. appreciate it. Anytime. Thank you, Sarah. When you I ever, see your uh, name, you're up to the top of the list. Anybody anybody in the office, uh, dentists, dentists and, uh, anybody ever mess around in that office? Oh, no. Oh, no. Y'all got any extra no. gas? Any of that gas? Too, too many ladies. Too much drama. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I mean, hey, we've all watched Grey's Anatomy. I thought the whole medical <laughs> field was just people making out in closets. Well, you know, maybe there are some, but not me. You know, I try to keep it classy. How about in, how about when you were in uh, dentist school or whatever? Did you ever make out with anybody else? Oh, I do not kiss and tell. Mm, oh, mm, I like that. Yeah. And you won't. <laughs> All right, if one of them uh, nitrous tanks happens to fall out of the office... You holler at us, okay? Hold it over here. Thank you. I didn't see anything. Bye, guys. Thank you, Sarah. What if we had a line for nitrous all the time? It would be really interesting. Here's the thing. We would never get rid of Sawyer. Sawyer would come on a Friday, and he would just stay here until the tank was done. Uh, The ladies are out today. Let's go out to uh, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Hi, guys. Hello. You sound... Perky today. You sound uh, wonderful. I can't believe that you were dead just half a year yeah, that's ago. Wild. I know. I know. Really I'm going to die any day now, but I'll, I'm living it up. Okay. Good. Good. Fantastic. <laughs> you ever you ever well, make out with anybody in the closet? <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt. Three dudes named Matt? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I'm here to talk about Bob and to Bob and to tell Bob. I love you to death, Bob, but there are two words you mispronounce. I'm loving just... I, this new thing with what annoys you about Bob. It's a great segment. Because he hopped on his high <laughs> horse, and then everybody's trying to knock I him down. I love Bob. I love Bob. Okay. But well, anyway, what about Bob? He says. Start with the first he... one. Nuclear is incorrect. How many it's times nuclear. a year do I use that word? Like, like well, never? quite a bit. What quite In bit. what context would I ever it's, have it's to nuclear. use that? Nuclear. Nuclear. Are we talking about a submarine, or are we talking about something else? It doesn't matter. It's never nuclear. Or the hottest wing. Wings up. And then there's another one, Bob. But I don't think about... Okay, go ahead. Okay. Coupons. C-O-U-P is pronounced coop. Coupons. How does he say it? (laughs) Coop. No one says coupon. Nobody yeah, says no, coupon. Nobody I say says coupon. I say coupon. I don't he say coupon. He says Q. I say Q. coupon. Pons. Yeah, it's yeah. coupons. No, it's coupons. C O U P. You got coupon. a coupon for that? You got a coupon? They're not called tampons. <laughs> no, no. Even coupons. when I hear people that distribute coupons talk about coupons they call them coupons yeah they don't call them coupons. No, look, no, no. i've never heard look for our no, coupon in sunday's paper <laughs> i always heard and i'm going to go to heb today and i'm going to i'm going to go up to the customer service desk yeah where they have all those yellow coupons yeah and i'm going to ask them if, if it's coupons or coupons i'm going to record it 
Why don't you just look in the dictionary? What else? <laughs> what else? <laughs> Try Wikipedia, Bob. I know, but I'm sure saying some to. things over the course of time, <laughs> right, get adopted. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. if anybody's right. Like, adver- like, like advertisement. You but you're fine saying advertisement when the word is actually advertisement. But you're fine guess, with that. I guess you're you fine are. that we, you're fine that we look it up in the dictionary. You're fine that we <laughs> that we bastardize that word. But coupon you want to keep, even though everybody coupon, says yeah. coupon. Oh, she died. No, she nobody died says coupon. She, oh, she died and came back to life. I know you, you have don't think she, just to give you. You don't think she got a little knowledge from God? Or I, something. I just I saw her a couple Saturdays ago at the bowling party. I gave That's her a hug right. and everything. You know what? I, I don't but think now I want that hug back. I want no, it back. Oh, Bob, I love you to death. I want, oh, sure you do. No, yes, Sarah loves me. You don't love me like Sarah loves me. <laughs> I know it's hard to compete with Sarah. Sarah okay. was just nice. Now, Bob. Yes, ma'am. How do you pronounce that word? What B- word? He's, he wrote him, showed oh, him a Oh, note. oh, biatch. Yeah, there you go. That's it. See? That's uh, over time, we've changed the way we pronounce that oh word, right? Okay. We've changed really that pronunciation. Now. <laughs> yeah. hey. Bob, she's not fully recovered. Don't blame, don't blame her. Yeah. That's all right. right. That's she's true. still all, all right. Well, thank you. I might give you the first one, but I can't think of many instances where I have to talk about nuclear. I liked it. Nuclear. Oh, I, that sounded so good, Bob. <laughs> All right, thank you, Kathy. Hey, I hey, want to know our coupon. Give, I'm hey, give, give Kathy a little something for the rest of the day, Bob. Yeah, and real sexy, like whisper nuclear into the microphone. Nuclear. Mm. <laughs> thank you, Kathy. She melted. I'd like that was enlightening. Every every single bit, the calls, the. Kudos to your click, click, boom, sir. That's mm-hmm. great. Thank you. Love it all worked out, didn't it? Yeah. It all worked out. Uh, hey, Bob. Yes, sir. Let me work on the pronunciation. For- Metallica wants your content. I report the news. That's what I do. It's Bob Fonseca's oh, yeah. Rock and Roll News. Oh, yeah. You know what? What? Huh. I'll show them. It's time. Oh, yes. It's time for the nuclear rock and roll news. That's right. All that rock and roll news energy coming your way in a nuclear form, Kathy. And I got them for you, the headlines. Man, things are heating up out there in rock and roll land as your favorite artists are getting out on tour and promising new material and reissues and all kinds of stuff. It's a money-making machine, this rock and roll turns out. Who knew? Who knew? I didn't know. Oh, man, I got all the headlines for you because I'm Rock's last great reporter. It's good to be with you here through exclusive contract with KLBJ FM. And uh, Metallica, thankfully, because they are rock and roll. They are the epitome mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of hard-hitting they took it rock there. and roll action. They took it there. They did. Yeah. They took it one high. They took it to 11. Uh, anyway, for some reason... Whoa! Whoa, that was a new screech! Wait, who, Did you hear it? Was that David Lee? Who was a new screech? Let me hear it. Whoa! Dude, I'm so excited. Look out! And I just can't hide Look it. Look out! I'm about to lose control, and I... I think I like it. Who is that, though? Is that Lou Panetta from Journey? Mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that? That was ACDC there. 
point. They put a lot of a lot of echo on that. Oh, they had to take the vocal. Oh. I wish you wouldn't play that stuff like that. I don't want to know how the sausage is made. One time I was in Seattle, and I went to the Jimi Hendrix exhibit. And I think Jimi Hendrix is a fabulous performer. One of the and best. they had a thing there, Jimi Hendrix in London. And one of the things they had was this thing where you go, this station where you could go put headphones on yeah. and listen to Jimi Hendrix uh, vocals to his famous songs, Isolated, just his vocals. Pretty good. He, he talks a lot of his vocals. He's not singing at all sometimes. Huh. He's going, Fossilated. That's kind of more talking than singing. All along the watchtower. He's never going to win. Jimi Hendrix would have never won American Idol. Then rightfully so. Well, yeah, because uh, the, we he died won. a long time before the show came out. He would have won America's Got Talent. You think? Yeah. Once he lit the uh, guitar on fire? No, maybe. Uh, all right, where was I? Metallica. Uh, the last call for Metallica fans to contribute content. Uh, if you've got any content at all from the period of August 1995 through September 1998, for some reason, Metallica wants that. Maybe you've got footage of you at a concert during the reload or load phase of their careers. Does that make sense? To- uh, I'm tr- Yeah, I mean, sort of does. So okay. I'm following a bit. All right. The band is looking for anything and everything you might have. Concert footage, you and your friends, meet and greets, flyers, ticket stubs, backstage passes, any other mementos you may have. A baby? Maybe you had a baby because I uh, went to one of the concerts and you had, you know, sex with somebody. Mm. Maybe maybe it's not even somebody in the band. Maybe it's one of the, you know, the, the roadies. But uh, they'd like to know about that baby. Right. Right. Well, you might submit that. Anyway, the deadline... Now, here's what I think they're doing, because I'm looking at the period that they want uh, mementos from, and that's 1995, August through September 1998. So is Load the name of a Metallica album? I don't know. Yes, there's Load and then there's Reload. Okay, so that's probably an anniversary edition of Load coming out. What hits were on that? Until It Sleeps, I think. I don't even know. And Unforgiven 2. No, okay. that might have been reload. Anyway, they probably looks like they're putting together a big anniversary box set or something, and they want to put, uh, you know, uh, what do you call them? Facsim? Fac- is it facsimiles or facsimiles? Uh, it is fat similes. Fat simile. They want to yeah. put like, hey, Lardo. They want to put fat similes of stuff inside the box set, probably because '95 would be the what anniversary? Fortieth anniversary? Twentieth? Yeah, 30th no anniversary. Idea. Oh, King no Nothing's idea, on there. Dude. That's a good one. Okay, that's a banger. Uh, anyway, you can send your submissions uh, to submissions at metclub.com. That's Met, Met Club, like, Club. Like Metallica Club. Met right. Club. M-E-T-C-L-U-B.com. And you've got till midnight tonight to do that. So don't wait, wait till after the show, though, because we need the ratings. So Clock's don't go, ticking. Don't go now. Don't go now. Uh, let's see here. What else did I have? Okay, so let's say, Chewy. All right, we'll say it. You, me, and Matt broke up. Oh, no. All right. Wait, we're dating? No, let's say something bad happened, and we had a big tiff. We couldn't decide who could hold, who wanted and to hold the And we just camera? all decided to go our separate ways, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, oh, uh, you go uh, back separate to- ways is Journey. Do I win? What do I get? Give them the prize. 
Matt gets he gets to go back to being a nobody on stage. Wow. You get to go back to cleaning out porta potties, and I go back to my exciting career as an advertising executive. Look at me at hanging major... out with all of my college friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the only one that had any... anyway. Someone offers us eighty million dollars to to eighty eighty million. Okay, to get back together to reunite, and they tell me, let's say for a year. Who did they tell Would first? We take that deal. Who did they offer it to? Which one of us? All of us. We split it, so that would be over twenty million each. Probably twenty-five. No, less than twenty-five. No, a little more than twenty-five. Twenty-six million dollars each and change. If they told me, we'd give. I a- would say, guys, they're offering us forty million dollars to get back together. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? Would you do it? Yeah, sure you would. Well, guess who turned down $80 million to reunite in the world of rock and roll just recently? This year. Uh, last year. Uh, this year and last year. They had, a, they had a resurgence. They had a movie. They had a movie that was a few years back, like 30 years ago, that came out. Queen? No. No, no. I, he's talking about Menudo. No. And there was a lot of excitement around the re-release of that movie, and there was some, you know, film events and get-togethers and things like that. Oh wait, so, was the whole Oppenheimer team getting back together? No, it's Destiny's a band. Child? It's a rock, one of the great rock bands of all time. Oh, ABBA. Uh, the Talking Heads turned what? down. What? I guess they really hate each other, dude. What did David Byrne do to those poor people? Also, thank God we dodged that bullet. Why? Have you gone back to listen? Have you listened yes, to Speaking in Tongues it's lately? Not good. It's not good. The whole album is amazing. I mean, if you, like, if you like to be bored, I guess. No. Uh-uh. They when, they got, when they got Bernie Worrell from Funkadelic to join their band, things got exciting. Speaking in Tongues is my favorite Talking Heads record. you got to go back and revisit it, Matt. It's funky. It's uh-huh. good. Uh-huh. Sonically impressive. Yeah, all my college friends like it. <laughs> well, that's right. You're a big Michael Stipe fan, so you shouldn't even talk. Yeah. Anyway, Talking Heads turned down $80 million to reunite. Dang. $80 million. I could, could And there's imagine. only four of them. In Man. this economy? It would be imagine. cool, $80 million bucks. They could get a... They could get a two-bedroom apartment in Austin living it by themselves for a year. The offer was made by concert giant Live Nation, told the Talking Heads it was willing to pay the band $80 million to headline six to eight festival gigs. Wait, that's it? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's $10 million a gig. Are they going to bring that much of a draw? That $80 million worth? Yeah, yeah they, they bring will. a lot of the geezers. Listen, yeah. when Doja Cat is headlining... Don't you say anything about Doja Cat. Coachella. But she's not That's, really bringing the numbers. I don't come think on, that she's that not bringing heads talking would. heads Have you numbers? seen what a Doja Cat concert looks like? Yeah. And what Doja Cat yeah, looks I like? I want to run away. Yeah. What she looks like compared to what the stage looks like? I know, I'm just here's saying. the problem. What's, what, here's what's happening. They're not, you're not bringing in the, the people with the... The, the festivals are increasingly becoming young people oriented. And it turns out they don't got the money. They what spend they the money on merchandise. Some older rich people at the festivals, and the older rich people have decided to stop going to festivals. They need them there. That's why they were doing. I this. thought young people have been wasting their money on things. They don't. They're not wasting it anymore, or they don't have it. According to Live Nation, the Talking Heads could earn as much as ten million for the two festival, two weekend festival, for just for one. And can you imagine what they would do in merch and other? Uh, promotional items and things like that 
and record sales, live album after that, and it, it would be I think it would really, be multitudes of money off of that 80, 80 million. I think they're severely overestimating. I don't severely. think so. David Byrne, Tina Weymouth, Jerry Harrison, Chris Franz, they're all alive. They all hung out together. It's always the good ones that go first. But for some reason, they don't want to do it. And I don't know. Maybe they've got bad... Uh, maybe the road was bad to them. I don't know. Maybe so. I don't know. Uh, he says they're cordial. David Byrne noted that the band members are cordial to each other, but they don't really want to play music together anymore. Huh. So, anyway, I think he's the one that turned it down because even if the other three took the offer and David Byrne didn't, that's a no-go. It is. It's and a, actually, it's I think he turned it down because I think it's the same thing as like with Bruce Springsteen or whatever. I think David Byrne is comfortable and he's decided that it doesn't matter that the other three people helped him. He should just, uh, he can just, have, he can just walk on with his life. Yeah. He's a jerk. You don't like Remain in Light either? I just I, got I that. I just bought that recently. I'm going to tell you straight up. Wow. I have tried because everyone tells me, how do you not like the Talking Heads? It's, it's the, it's the smartest, best music ever. So you, so that's how Talking Heads fans talk about talking. And every time I look, I like, okay, let me give it another try. Stop I must be missing something. Sense. Stop making sense. It's the fact. Make it sense. I, yeah, I don't understand the art rock about it. I'm telling you, go back and listen to Speaking in Tongues. It's a soul album. How Can I can I ask you for a favor? Come over to the house. Can I ask you to, to stop it. lying to me that the mm. album is good? I've got a nice Bernie Grunman cut of that You one. need nice. the album to be good so that you can I'll feel stop it. good I'm, about, you know, you and your friends hanging out, smoking a little hey, doobie. Let's break up so maybe we'll get, a reun- you know, we'll get an offer to reunite. Hey, you know what? We need to break up. So that we can make up. What's uh, that? What's that, Bob? What's uh, that? That's make up to break up. That's all we do. That's the um, stylistics. Thank you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, string cheese incident. Now, see, you're probably into a jam band like that. Who are you talking to? You. No. SCI. String cheese incident announces 2024 Red Rocks run. Never been the Red Rocks, and I didn't realize it's been around for a long time. Well, the Rocks have been there for like I really want to go billions to of Rocks, years, though. but I mean, I mean, the venue itself has been around for a while. And you're going to the Sphere first? I'm going to the Sphere in a couple weeks. Then I maybe I'll go out to the Red Rocks. I don't know. No, that's in Colorado, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, if you're in the String Cheese incident, they're going to be rocking Red Rocks in 2024. Uh. Their 30th anniversary celebration is continuing, and they're going to go. They got July shows, three nights, including a special show on Sunday, July 14th, featuring bluegrass great Sam Bush, Jerry Douglas, and Sierra Hall. Did any of those names mean anything to you? I didn't. I didn't recognize any of them. I'm okay. sorry. Pre-sale tickets will be available through a new ticket service called ATX. AX. Wait. AXS. Oh, they oh I'm familiar with AXS. That, I think that's the one that the Moody Theater uses now, I think. I think. Oh. Could be wrong. Yeah, anyway. that does all, they do all the big festivals, right? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so they got that going on. It's time for Rock and Roll News Junior. The show is about to rock! Oh, my goodness. It's time for Rock and Roll News Junior headlines for the kids out there in the... On the way to the dropout zone right now. That's right. They love the sound effects, Chewy. And uh, guess who's topping the Rock and Roll News Junior headlines again today? Boy, was I shocked. 
Well, no, I wasn't shocked when I was watching MSNBC last night because I had done this story. I had hinted at this story over a month ago. Oh, man. Now there have been accusations. Now, kids out there on the way to the dropout zone, you're on your way to do a little learning today at school. Safely strapped into the back of mom's uh, Ford Flex, which, by the way, is extremely practical. It's boxy, but it's good. It's a practical vehicle. It is a very practical vehicle. Thank you for recognizing Uh, its practical nature. You might want to ask your parents at some point, and you're not going to know what this means necessarily, but just just ask them if they're a Republican or a Democrat. And just see what, yeah. And then whatever they answer, tell them that you're the opposite yeah. and that they're oh, trash. And their head will pop off. Yeah. Anyway, the reason I bring this up, because there's a, there's Republicans and there's Democrats and there's right and there's left. And I would, I would go into further detail, kids, but I don't even understand it myself because the left used to be the right, but now it's the left. And Republicans used to act more like Democrats, but now they act more like... Anyway, point I'm making is the people that claim to be the right that are acting like people that used to act like people on the left, people on the right are saying that Taylor Swift is a plant by the people on the left. A plant like a begonia or a gardenia? No, not like a garden plant. Like she was put in place by like the left for why? To get the election, the help get that her and Travis Kelsey, good old number 87, and that the Super Bowl and all the stuff that the NFL is doing, because the NFL is very left. I didn't know if you knew this about the NFL. (laughs) That the NFL is a... Oh, is is that why According to the news, left? Yes, yes, exactly. It's a very left organization. (laughs) According to Fox News and BBC Blues, they say that Taylor Swift is a deep, what do they call that? A, a deep, deep state operative? Deep state operative. But wait. Basically a spy. But wait, are they, saying, are they saying that someone popular is endorsing someone and that's not allowed? Well, it must I'm be confused. a conspiracy theory. First of all, that used to be the way the world ran. Yeah, I'm confused right now at what they're accusing it's her of. It's called an endorsement. But she hasn't endorsed anybody in this election coming up. But the right, and, and, and there's a guy... You may know him, kids, as Uncle Don. Uncle Don is saying if he loses the election, it's going to be because of Taylor Swift and uh, number 87. I'm actually kind of stoked. I didn't know that he would give a woman that much credit and power. Well, he's already making excuses for not winning. Anyway, so what do anyway, we do? Anyway, I don't do, know. Do, I don't know so what we kids, do. Here's the thing: if you want to be a patriot, you need to stop listening to Taylor Swift. There it is. Wait a I minute. Would, I would respect Taylor Swift if she voted a third party. Yeah. I would listen. We don't to even all know who the third party candidate is, do we? I yeah, listen, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Why wouldn't she just? Why wouldn't she just walk well, out? That and would go, be a landslide. No, no, no. That's uh, Fleetwood that's Mac. That's Fleetwood. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, ask your parents about all this malarkey. Yeah, they'll. I'm sure they'll sit you down. Or, or take a civics class. Take a civics to learn civics a li- class. To learn a little bit about how it goes. Right. Now this this it's time for the rock and roll news salute. All what right. is a rock and roll news salute? It's a, it's the thing that I do every day. I recognize a, a super fan out there that loves the rock and roll news, and they you know they deserve to be called out 
And this one does my heart good because this little guy is like a little buddy of mine. And little I know, buddy. and I know he's a little buddy of yours. Hey, little buddy. And he's Matt's son. What? And what? To, and today is wait, his, wait, wait, wait. How many wait. sons do you have? And today is his birthday. Well, what? you know, we never did the DNA. Okay. And frankly, he doesn't look anything like Matt. That's true. That is true. That's true. He does have a giant beard, though. At the age of eight. He's, How old is he now? He's, he's, a, he's in double digits already? Yeah. So it's been a long time since oh we've been Oh, my God. All right, so Get the rock job. and roll news goes out to the birthday boy, Wit. Here's the salute. Oh, happy birthday. And I'm sure Matt will say more about, yes. about you, little buddy. But Absolutely, I will. Yeah, what oh, do you my want to goodness. say about him? Oh, I didn't. I didn't want to break into this. Oh, you didn't prepare anything. All right. Well, uh, hey, uh, be nice to your mom. Come from the heart. Uh, hey, you know what's really nice about my son, what? Uh, and I'm really proud of him for. He's a good person. Like he's 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 into justice and being good. I heard he's in a dojo now. He is. Well, he will kick your ass. So you should. Yeah, be here he's throwing. Wait until you find the drawer of dead animals. <laughs> Don't say, now you're going to ruin his day. He does not like the thought of it. He's a, he's, he does not. No, don't. Oh. No, he's a very nice guy. Right, sing us out, Joey. Happy sing us out. Win. All right, it's getting crazy out there with left wing, right wing, Taylor Swift, 87, Super Bowl. The NFL is left? Are they right? Uh, we've always known they're a deep state left wing organization. Uh, they're a distraction is what they are. Listen, I wish politics and rock and roll never collided. But it frequently does, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, I gotta stick around because I gotta do this thing. Do I have time to do my thing? Mm-hmm. What what scam is this? What's yeah. the scam? You have plenty of time because we have right. no break here. There's okay, no good. Commercial break. All right, let me let me get my breath. <laughs> you want us to play a little track while you get your breath? No, I'm ready to do this. All right, because I want to have time to do this. Oh, okay. I feel I I didn't uh, I wasn't planning. I just want to say to my son because I wasn't planning on addressing him directly, but uh, your dad loves you. You well, once we, we all find you. out who he is, yeah. we'll get that love directly to you. Right. No, no, I'm his, da- I'm his dad. Oh. Come on, guys. You know my son's a literalist, and it'll, it'll break his brain if you tell me he has another dad. Though he will probably get kind of excited and be like, oh, thank God, a second, ch- a second chance. This is a new running bit I want us all to do on Mornings with Matt and Bob Powell by Chewy. And I want you to be aware as you, as you go about life after the show, guys, that, that I know we're constantly being bombarded with scams. Right. Some that are in your face, some that are very subtle, like advertising or whatever. But some that are like, oh, uh, uh, Taylor Swift doesn't work for the government. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about more like consumer scams and things like that. Remember that time where that beautiful French girl who turned out not to even be French tried to sell showed you up painting? at my front door with a satchel full of paintings and every artistic style imaginable. Yeah, and you you thought and you she could save her. she said she did them all. You thought you could save her. She don't want to be saved. Mm. What are you mouthing right now? Is that a good or she bad? She was so hot. <laughs> oh, she was, was it, so incredibly oh, hot. Was it the summertime? And I played along as she flipped through all these canvases that were in different styles. Like, oh, you not only paint in like expressionist style, but you're also photo real. You can also do photorealism in Dada. We. Oui. We oui. we, oui. and I thought, Voulez and then I saw the white van swing around to pick her up, soir? 
And how many French girls were in there? A lot. Like a bunch of kids were in there yeah. with satchels of paintings. A whole a whole loaf of Frenchies. And it made me super paint. sad. And I don't know how that whole scam worked. And I did some research on it. Anyway, that wasn't the scam that almost befell me yesterday. Is that a right is that the right word? That I almost that I almost fell for. Coupon. So I'm in a parking lot yesterday afternoon about Three o'clock in the afternoon, minding my own business, kind of like this. Kind of scares me in a way because I thought a lot about this yeah. all day. He was saying in happened. the parking lot. He was trying to sell speakers to somebody that he couldn't put back into inventory. Because, like everybody else, I wasn't present, and I was probably on my phone, and I was probably walking to my car. And I don't think that we are very present a lot of times, and a lot of bad stuff can happen. No, nothing bad happened to me. Thank God, I'm here to to tell you about it. But I want to tell you about this. I want to describe a beginning of a scam, but I want to know if anyone out there, or if you guys know what the end what game... What was the end game of What the is scam? the end game? Is the end... Okay, so got my nose in the phone. I'm walking to my car mm-hmm. in a parking lot. There wasn't many people. And this extended white Chevy... What's the big Chevy uh, SUV? Can't think the of it. Suburban? Now. Yeah. A big extended white clean Suburban pulls up next to me, and I stop, and this guy rolls down the window. Now, there's a bearded guy. He looked kind of rough. He was at the steering wheel. He had both hands on the steering wheel, and he stopped, and he never looked at me. He just looked forward. Did a guy get out with a broken arm and go, I I, I can't get the sofa into the back of my Suburban. No, listen. listen, Maybe you could get in there and help me get to And so this other guy rolls down the window, and he goes, Hey. And I look over, and I'm not very close, and I don't, I'm, I'm smart enough not to approach a generic white van, basically, but a suburban in this case. He goes, and he had my attention at first, because I remember what he said. He goes, you look cool. <laughs> oh, man, it's a scam. And I'm thinking to myself, it's a scam for always sure, lead dude. with a compliment. This is a sales pitch coming up, but hey, you, look you know cool. what? You're kind of right. I am cool. This so, is this is like when the French girl said, he goes, "Hi, I love your house, and you look like you like art." So I didn't, I didn't approach the, I didn't get any. Cl- I wasn't like, "Oh, you think I'm cool?" I'm, so I was like, "Well, that's kind of odd that he would say that." So it was, that was his opener. All right, you think, look cool. Think of how cold you'll be after we've murdered you. <laughs> okay, so he goes. So the, I, so I turn my head. I don't approach it. I don't get any closer. But I turn my head. Like he goes, "Can you hear me?" Like, well, that's kind of now that. You went from you're cool to you can't hear? I go, yeah, I can hear you. And he goes, well, he goes, I have an 85-inch 8K. And I remember exactly what he said. He goes, so I've got an 85-inch 8K television in the back that I want at Buffalo Wild Wings. And I don't need it. And if you want it, you can have it for free. Now. <laughs> that was the end of our conversation. I said, and the guy behind the wheel never looked at me. He's straight ahead, just looking straight ahead. And they were kind of country, whatever that means in my mind. They were kind of oh, they didn't have college degrees, kind of redneck. Like all your neighbors, mm. anyway. So he's. I, I said no. Nah. You notice how quickly he's passed. I don't think Bob likes this new I line. Said, of teasing him. I <laughs> said no, thanks, man. No, you know, thanks. No thanks to an 85-inch wa- 8K television. 8K. First of all, why the... Okay, so that was the extent of the this part of the scam that I saw. 
Man. Word for word. You're you so just dumb. can't. You just I, can't I, trust people. I walked people. away. They drove off. I saw they didn't even try to approach anyone else. They left that parking lot and went away. So I guess once they oh, have. No, nobody else looked cool in the parking lot? You were the coolest dude there. They were just like, dude, if the cool guy doesn't want no, it, they were leaving, we'll just go drive off a cliff and kill ourselves. They were leaving the scene of an almost crime, probably. They oh, probably, man. I, I don't can't know. believe. Okay, so that's my question. I can't believe we got negged by the cool guy. That's my question. What is the scam? It was the scam for me to go look at it at the back in the back of the what, what vehicle was it again? This is the speaker scam. What do you mean? But he said free. No, he said you the, could have it. He said the word free. Are you and sure? He goes, yes. you can have it. No, free. He said free. Oh. Do you want a free... I know the scam. 85-inch 8K television. It doesn't fit and your why car. why 8K? It doesn't he, fit he your car. He would need to go to your house. He would need to, to go to your to house. Him. Because he would... He would that's what, that was he, one of the things that... start sca- to try to load it in and go, oh, well, we can just follow you to your house. That's one of the things I thought. When he gets to your house, but he home invasion. didn't home know what car I was has, getting into. has sex with you. But I don't think an 85-inch would fit in any car. You fall in love with him. And or, it destroys your marriage. Do you go to the back of the SUV, they open it up, and then one guy throws you in question kidnaps you two guys two guys a wheel man and a, and a, what would you call the guy that 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 talked to me what was his job you got a wheel man that's right. the guy behind the wheel and you got mouth man and you got mouth man you got the front man we'll call him the front, front man. man okay here's why they don't they don't need you to go I mean they what could, is the scam couldn't the two of them just get out of the car and grab you and throw you in and not have to get you I mean but what are they going to traffic you? What are they going to do with you? But the, I uh, did, did say your organs are. Do you know how much money you can get on the black market for a cool guy? Every day, <laughs> all, every, all, the rest of the day, I was thinking Dude, of all the different Silk Road. That's one of the major scenarios. things they were selling on the Silk Road. It was drugs and cool guys. Got cool guys here. One of the, one of the scenarios that I played out in my head afterward as I was driving around trying to figure this scam out. And I did some internet research, and I do have some theories, but I want to hear from the listeners. What is the scam? In this particular case, with that size TV, that vehicle, was it, oh, well, you can have the TV. We'll be happy to take it to your house for you. Right. And then they case your house. Correct. Or they actually just rip you off. Or do they just get your address? Or you give them your address and they send a second team with a truck to your house before you get there. Could be. Because they know you're not home. You're in a parking lot. I will say what this. What is the scam? Now, how sad is it? Or is there an empty box with a TV, with a no but TV it's in Texas. it? Texas. Surely they're like, and hey, let's show up to this guy's house when they know we're coming. Do and his I, guns are ready. Do I look like an 8K guy? Why the 8K? When no one's using 8K, why did he flex that? I didn't even have to use. Wait, 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 wait. Has 4K would have sufficed. Has, has your brain gone to a place where you think that you look so electronically cool that they were like <laughs> maybe they watch my channel you think that for most people they go and they say hey i got a 42 inch 720 <laughs> ptv if you want it for free but they looked at him and they go and they you think that they looked at you and went i think that's the guy from united states of analog we're gonna have to up res our scam is that what you're what you think no one's even broadcasting in 8k at this point what so what what was I'd be mad I look like a mark. That's what I, I would have been. I was what like, you, how does this guy do you see guys me? have no honestly, well, all joking aside, what I think is, that what anyone, is your theory? I think you were getting out of a Tesla and so you No, no, like no. A, I was on my walking I was walking to my car, but I was far away from it because I'm because I I don't have to have front row Joe parking. I just 
That's my exercise is you're to fit. walk. Yeah, yeah. You're fit. So I wasn't. They didn't know what I was getting into. That sounds like you didn't know what you were getting into. I would have said yes. Yeah. Let's see where it goes. Why not test it the waters? It wasn't bad yet. You never had a girl. These who guys was... look pretty grizzly for guys in a white. Yeah, AK is for them. You never met in a, a girl. rental suburban. Honestly, you never met a girl at a bar who said, "Yeah, my boyfriend just walked out of here. I'm pissed at him. I just want to cause trouble tonight." And you say, "Well, I shouldn't. I don't know anything about her boyfriend. I don't know what he's coming back." And she seems a little like not my. But isn't there a little party that goes, "Well, let's let's see where this goes." Yeah, but I don't. Is there no sense of adventure? There were no witnesses. No, I don't want that kind of. I don't want to go to the second crime scene. But now here's the thing. I don't know what their intentions were. I've been taught. Were you in public? First of all, I've been taught that. I've been taught, and I think we've all been taught. And if it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. Yeah, but you can't. You've, you're always, you always, anytime something goes down in here, you go, well, I'm always packing. So couldn't you have just blasted those dudes? Uh, I wasn't carrying yesterday. Oh. Wow, the one day. The one day, that's the way it works, right? You want to hear from some fellows well, that may know. have what, been so the, the bit is, what's the scam? Let's yeah. hear from the guy. Let's hear from the wheel man. Let's hear from the <laughs> Yeah, They might be, list, they look like KLBJ listeners, to be wow. honest with you. Oh, David. What's up? What's up, guys? Bob, I don't know why you didn't want the TV from me. I, I was willing to give it <laughs> See? to you. See? Right, come on, man. I, want, I really want... This is a public service. This is a guy who's... Right. No, but... What is the scam? What... Is, what? Is, in this... Per- what I'm thinking is... it Because I've seen this happen before, and I knew a friend who bought a TV off, like, Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. And it turned out to be, like, the menu screen... That somebody lifted from from some restaurant or something, right? Like a McDonald's. Uh, so or something? I'm thinking, yeah, maybe. I feel like it was relatively innocent on the side towards you. Not so much how he might have attained this TV, and maybe he was just trying to get rid of a TV he lifted from a, a Buffalo Wild Wings or wherever it was, and it didn't work. And so that when you took it home and turned it on, and it was the menu screen well why the say free he didn't say low cost to you or anything because you sa- look like you would have gave him something for it yeah maybe maybe it was high. i don't know maybe i think it's more high. involved in that they went to the trouble of renting a perfectly clean what if they say it wasn't a mark what on if this they thing? say well we can deliver it to your house for a hundred dollars I mean, that could be, that's free. a theory. That's a theory that I thought of, but I'm not letting anybody come to my house. Hell, even when I take an Uber, I make them drop me off at the two blocks away. What if oh, it was... because he, the guy didn't have a college degree? <laughs> what if it was three? <laughs> what if You're it was... bastard, dude. You're so... <laughs> He's probably not even taking you out for birthday dinner tonight. Such a bad person. What if it was dad. three charitable millionaires and you just judged yeah. them? They were looking These a little dudes grizzly. look like something from a Netflix series about scams. Have you seen the dude? The dude behind the wheel never made eye contact with me. He was looking for the fuzz. Do you think there was any part of him? <laughs> the fuzz? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, David, I know David. the lingo, man, that these guys, I know their lingo. Appreciate you, David. Do you know how what some people are like, we got to get to the bottom of this. They feel like if they look upon beauty, they'll turn to stone. Do you think he just felt like you you were too cool for him to look no, at? He, he, was, he was the wheel man and the lookout man. I know how these things run. 
Let's ask Dan how they run. Dan, what's the scam here? Think about it. You're cool. Do you want a free 8K TV? <laughs> You're looking real cool. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just, but I'm just, I'm just walking around super cool, and a couple of guys are like, holy crap. No, You're I'm strutting. just, I, You're think, I think the approach in any, this is a sales tactic, and I think right. the approach is important. And the, the and they're like it's not it's not important that I've been recognized as being cool. It's just important to to know the the lineage of the of the delivery of the scam. Oh, and you're saying that because they they understand how to approach somebody and well, maybe get their guard down. They looked at you coming out of a place and they go. This idiot wearing a flat bill hat. It mu- cool must be very important to him. Yeah, let's, right. let's leave okay. with that. But let's just let's say though, with that. that the number one sales tactic in the world is to give someone a compliment. Is to give a cut. Have you ever been in Nordstroms and they go, "Oh, where those shoes are great," and you're thinking to yourself, "My shoes aren't that great." And guess what? You're right. They're Uh-oh. not. And they led with a compliment. Hey, that's a nice bulge. You looking for a TV? <laughs> All right, what's the Damn. scam? Come on, okay, somebody, I honestly. Think you guys this... are ignoring the obvious. Okay. Everybody wants to be All a comedian. Right. Here it goes. Well, maybe not the obvious. They they recognize the cool from far away. Right. And everybody wants the cool, right? Right, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you're on the So side. the TV, and it's AK, right? I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. That's a big oh, deal. Yeah. So, and everything, you know, everybody's spying on everybody now. What they're trying to do is get inside the sanctum sanctorum of the bob father right come on guys at the essence of the cool oh there could be a camera inside of the television and they use that just to witness what he's doing in the house and go and go it's ruining my i wish i never said that here's what cool and then the thing is is that people pay 10.99 a month to right. watch through the camera and live stream what it's like to see, like, look inside of a I cool guy's house. I wish I'd said, wow. I'm doing this bit as a public service because this is something that could happen to you. It well, could happen couldn't to anybody. Happen, couldn't happen to anybody. Most of us aren't cool, Bob. That's I right. wish I I'd never given that had. descriptor. I'm just trying to be accurate in my reporting. Okay. That's what he said. That doesn't mean it's true. But that's the compliment that he led with. You don't think he said, hey, you look like a fool. No. Ooh. No? Ooh. Come on, I really want to know. Shots, Chewy? <laughs> I really want to know. I really want to know what the scam is because it, it really consumed the rest of my day and I'm night t- trying to figure out whether there was a brick there were bricks in the box, how they thought I was going to get an 86-inch TV home. They knew that you weren't going to be able to get it home and they were they say, "Hey, we'll take it with you." When they and get so to what, the house, what happens when they get to the house? They tie you up. Oh, that's pleasant. Well, no. Usually, a home invasion is unpleasant. I've never known of a a report of like, oh, we well, had a home I, invasion, and it was really one of the best days of our lives. Should I've called the police? What would they have done? Call- no, see, I think I got it now. Now that I'm talking to you, see, they thought you were cool, and then they uh, hang up on this. Hang up on this idiot. Hang up on this guy, Dan. What the hell? I'm trying to do a public service here. I'm trying to. I'm making two points. Number one, we walk through life. Unaware a lot of times of our own surroundings uh-huh. and or how cool we are. Uh-huh. Point number two. God how, damn it! What's the point? What's the second how, point? We walk around forgetting, like, hey, how cool am I right now? Stop. T R I. What's up? Hey, it's uh, Jeff Coon in Austin. I I have a theory for you. Okay. Honestly, an honest Hi, theory. Are you taking this seriously as a public service? Uh, it's not the theory this, of cool. This is, this is dead serious. Okay. I have a 1999 throwback theory for you. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. 
so I believe it's a TV that'll turn on, and I think it's 85 inches, and I think you were at Target because you were driving, or this person was driving a car that wasn't big enough to transport this TV. Right, right. You only tell you, and that's the obvious, right? Right. So I'm pretending I'm going to go to medical school, and I'm taking some summer classes back in Maryland in, like, 1999, and a hot van drives up, and they said we have these tower speakers, Right. And I'm driving a Ford Probe, like right. hatchback. It's the old cylinder. speaker scam. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the old speaker scam. <coughs> but I was all about it. I was a college kid. I had summer money. I got a few hundred dollars out, and I thought I could get, you know, uh, high phonics for cheap money. Right? right, right, right. Totally sold it, went home. My dad looks at me, and he's like, you got had, 100%. Right. Because the box says on the outside, it says JBL, but the speakers on the inside are some aftermarket cobbled together pieces of junk right 100 percent. but let me tell you how'd so you get them in the car then if it didn't fit well little do you know about ford probes i had them for their scam because i used to carry a drum set in this thing so let me get to the punchline right, for a second and rewind from there right you ready okay so i take these things and i plug them in and i'm like they make all kinds of crazy noise i take the back off and the speakers are super tiny like there's no magnets to them right so I look up the model number, and I figure out that there's only so many licensed places that can uh, import these in the U.S. So 60 miles away in Frederick, Maryland, is a distributor that's legally distributing these speakers. So they're new to them. They're direct imports from China. And I went and I parked my Ford Probe across their bay door at 5 in the morning and wouldn't move it until they gave me cash. Oh, wow. That's bold. Were no, they, were they marketed under a name brand that you recognized? No, 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 oh, okay. no, not at all. That's a- it just there was weird markings on it, like a number, and I was able to use it. The what? Time. Like what, when the guys we'll first approached you, what did they say? Oh, yeah. Here's this. Guy. I've been trying to remember this while you were talking. Ready? So their 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 riff here is uh, we went out. We're doing a series number of employments, and they showed me their inventory sheet from the warehouse. No, but what's the so first they- thing they said to get your attention? Hello. No, they pulled up and they opened the bay doors of the of the of the white van. Yeah, this is a different scam. If they didn't recognize you as being cool, this is a very different scam. <laughs> well, okay, so Look, what would be in the box? Your scam for a second. I yeah, plug this into your scam. Yeah, I think they would have driven it to wherever I wanted because they had a van and I had a Ford Pro. Right. So I think I called their bluff on that. Yeah. So no, I, that's what we that. think that they were doing. I think that they wanted. I think they want to say, "Well, do you live around here, and we can just drop them." To, we can we could take it to your place oh, no, or whatever, yeah, and they yeah, say, yeah. "Hey, what? Well, let's help. We'll help you carry it in. We don't look. look we do this for people." And then they get inside the house, and then they one of them lays on top of Bob, <laughs> and they tie him up. Yeah, and then they force him to watch them as they one at a time take the vinyl out, and then they move it and put it in the wrong sleeve over and over again until he dies. <laughs> Come on, guys. There's a scam here, and I don't Thanks, know what it is, and I wish I knew if the TV they were talking about was in a box or not, because sometimes I've read there are scams. I don't know about TVs, but with other electronics where there's nothing in the box. Because you're not going to open it in the middle they of the parking They didn't say, lot. do you want to buy this? They said, we'll give it to you for free. It's yeah. a different scam. It's not about trying to get money out of you and sell you a box. It's about something else. And I believe it's about the second crime scene. That's what I believe. Is that scary then? Then people should know about I should have called the police. What? Okay. I'm not trying to be an a-hole here, but I don't think that APD uh, that's understaffed has time to go out to... Where were you? I was in B-Cave. I don't think the BK police is going to be like, oh. Yeah, and then half of the police department would be wanting the 80-inch 8K. Where is it? 
James. I still don't think we're at the heart of the scam, and I'll know it when I hear it, but I, something's not... That's bold to follow somebody home and try to... Because you don't know what's at their house. You don't know what you're going to run into. James? Um, I, I, I'm not sure the exact scam that was happening. Uh, I came like I, late to the conversation. I was in the dropout zone. Did Bob use the word the fuzz? Yeah, that's what he... Yeah. I, maybe you're not familiar with the fuzz. Because they used to because they used to wear wool. They used to wear. Or are you in a Simon Pegg movie? No, 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 <laughs> no cap. He used the term fuzz. Fuzz proudly. So, better than it's I, better than flat feet. He also uses the term advertisement and aluminium. Fuzz is another word. I can't for help it if I'm well read and well spoken. I can't uh, help I, that. And cool. Just, I can't help that. Why not call them one time? All right, what was the scam, dude? Help me out. As a public service to the people of Austin and Bee Cave, what is the actual scam to be aware of here? Why Why do you need to know the exact scam? Because it, we know, it concerned me because we I We know it's a scam. We know it's a scam. You know, anytime someone approaches you in a parking lot, it's a scam. It, no one has ever approached anyone in a parking right, lot to better game? their life. What's the end? Where do I end up? Where's, Dead. Dead or tied up. Which one do you cho- which do you choose? You really think that? Do you want the red pill or the blue pill? Do you really think that ends in that some kind of violent act? I think you missed out on the TV, genuinely. An 8K that doesn't exist. Yes, I think you do. Please look up the price of an 8K. Thank you, if it even exists, 85 inch TV. It's got to it be up right now. 10 grand. But you got to listen to Richard first. Richard. Richard. In all seriousness. Hey Bob. Yeah. Hey Bob. Hey, what's up, man? Uh... Then this you guy sounds like he could yeah, be. I think. Are you the guy behind the wheel? I got phones to sell you. Hey, Bob, uh, you just won a $2,000 gift card from Walmart. We just need your bank account and your uh, routing number. Yeah, okay. That's that's, give it to him. He's got a $2,000 card for you, bro. An 8K, thank you, Richard. An 8K, 75-inch. You can get away with about $3,000. That's 75-inch. Oh, Bob's not putting anything under 85 inches in his house. All right, 33, it looks like. The other, thing I, the other thing I thought, because this happened to me one time with some dudes at a bar, and the next day my credit card had been uh, compromised because I think they had a scanning device. Because I was like, why are these guys standing like toe-to-toe with me in a bar and trying to cause problems? And they got close enough to... I told you, if you're not scamming. But maybe that was a credit card thing. Like, if, if I approach closer, I'd get close enough where they could scan the card. Okay, great suggestion. Why rent a van and drive around? Why not no just walk idea. through the store and walk up next to you? I don't think like a criminal. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like you don't, which is surprising. <laughs> I don't know why you're helping me. and You know the answer to this, and you're not... I told you the answer already. You're not listening to me. You're like, well, no, no. You're like, hey, these criminals wouldn't be so violent as to hurt me. That's what you're saying right now. You're like, hey, this scam isn't, these guys weren't going to follow me to my house and hurt me. They were out to have a scam. And I'm telling you what the scam was. You're saying, well, it's not that significant. They were just looking I don't for petty. Think there are people like that out in the world. I there, want the eight. If y'all are out there, I want the eight K. Have TV. you watched? Have you watched American Nightmare? There's no eight K TV, Chewy. Because they would follow me to my apartment. and They'd be like, oh, we live here. Have you watched American Nightmare about the Gone Girl hoax in California? No. It's on Netflix or Hulu or whatever right now. If and I had an 85-inch 8K TV, I could watch It'd it. It'd look really nice. <laughs> Super sharp. Look, it's a one in a million chance that someone is going to be an evil 
Jack Lord, right? Yeah. But guess what? We have 328 million people or whatever in the country, which means that that, that ups your chances of, of being around a really evil person. And we have actually billions of people on the planet. So you see where I'm, where I'm headed with this? Yeah. Even in a numbers game, you it, it's minuscule chance that you're ever going to be harmed why, or hurt. Why did he say, can you hear me? What was his second sentence? I think First he, sentence was, you look cool. Second sentence is, can you hear me? I think he... Because, like, why would you start out with a compliment and then something that's kind of passive-aggressive in a way? No, only you I never, think that's passive-aggressive. Who says that, you though? think that's a shot at you... No, but who says that? Who says, can you hear me? Do I need to, do I need to speak I louder? I turned around, didn't I? I'm looking right at you, aren't did I? Did he say it aggressively? Can, can you hear me? Or kind did he say, of. Or did he say, kind say, of. Can you hear me? That was my first clue that something was But amiss. maybe they had gotten your attention three or four times and you hadn't heard yet. No. We're missing something here. So why don't, why don't do something like, all right, uh, yeah, follow me, and then you drive them to the police station while you're calling the police. On the phone, and you pull. Yeah, but up you don't think of that stuff in the moment. That sounds like fun, but that doesn't. You don't think of that in the heat of the moment. You're just like, because you're unaware. Most of us just walk through life. Again, we don't know our surrounding. We need Somebody to be. Cool this, was a, this was a this is a cautionary tale that we need to be a little more less consumer, even in a nice, nicer whatever environment, or where you consider it to be safer. You may not be safe, and you need to be you need to be constantly vigilant and aware. That's my takeaway, and that's my message to the listeners: is that we're surrounded by no good nicks, right? And sometimes the fuzz isn't around to save us. Say twelve instead. The, of the fuzz, fuzz is literally five zero is not always. 12. Why twelve? I don't know twelve. One that's Adam the, twelve. One Adam the, twelve. That's the new. Yeah. Oh, I'd say Adam twelve, but I I like five zero better. Better TV show. <sighs> Better cop show. Okay. The Turk 187s aren't always around. They, they, cops are never, uh, this isn't an insult to them. It's just, that's not how policing works. They're not hiding behind trees ready to pop out and stop crimes. In the movies, they are. I think, I think is, a lot Batman of people, the, I think a lot of people's brains are broken and they think that's what policing does, but that's that's not how policing can work. Okay. Okay. But we still don't have an answer. And I'm sorry I did this bit because I don't. It's, it happened. It's real life. I'm we got you. we got no Austin area headlines. How are people supposed to know about the new hotel? That Why came to couldn't town? you just you got to just say yes and figure out for the people? Then you come here with a story. Yeah, but I don't want to put myself at risk. They're not going to kill you. You you really did that, dude behind the wheel. Look serious. You had an opportunity. To, <laughs> this is why you you would never make it as an undercover as a journalist or whatever. You don't want to know the story. I didn't have my journalism hat on. Someone at that came time. to you. I had my I had my regular your cool guy, guy hat. Your cool guy hat. Your hat that says, "Hey everybody, I'm cool." If yeah. you're just joining us, so people approached Bob in a parking lot, and the first thing they said is, "Hey man, you look cool. Do you want a free television?" Right. That's exactly what. Well, that. You want a free 85? No. The second thing was, can you hear me? And then the third thing was, do you want a free 85-inch 8K television that we got that we don't want? We want it. He said, we want it at Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay. Here's the what thing. What does that mean? It didn't fit in this house. He what wanted does it at that Buffalo mean? Wild why, Wings. Why give me that? There were so many things that set my spidey senses off, other than I, would, I do believe the adage... You know, if it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. I was taught well. Okay. But 
the can we try things this? In my, that set my spidey senses off, like, why does he ask me if I can hear him? Number two, why go into such deep, why 8K flex, and then why go into detail about Buffalo Wild Wings? Not why is and he I'm trying not, to give me a TV? That's the main one. <laughs> I, how about this? Pull up, pulls up next to you. Let's do a little acting out, oh, okay? Oh, I love this. Act I out, love this. Okay? Well, I lo- when they do this, these reenactments on tw- yeah. on the most wanted, I love it. Yeah, let's try a couple things. I thought things, this would okay? be a serious bit. No, I'm being I thought, serious. I, okay, I thought somebody out there knew. Maybe the they scam. didn't want to take you somewhere else. Maybe this is the scam. Maybe the scam was happening right there. Here it goes like this. Hey, buddy, you look cool. Can you hear me? What? Do you want a free? Would you want a free eight? Would you want a free 85 inch 8K television? Where'd you win it? You gotta do the Buffalo. I, I, I got the Buffalo is, Wild Wings. I'm uh, not interested, thanks. And then I walk to my car. But that's that's, that's not, no no that's not how the scam works. The scam works with you saying yes. That's obvious. Okay. I would never say yes to that. Right, but that's that's why you didn't get caught up in the scam. You're asking how the scam works. I'm trying to tell you, but you would have right, to say yes. Right, okay. You have to oh, be okay, somebody else. You're you okay. didn't get scammed. Right. God, why is he being? I'm difficult? sorry. We're doing improv, so yes and. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Hey, hey buddy, you look cool. Yeah, but I it won't fit. I don't think 85 inch will fit in my car. How about your mouth? <laughs> and then they peel out and drive yeah. away. They peel out and drive away. That's the whole scam. They're videoing, and then it goes on YouTube, and they get tons of hits. And they're, they're killing on okay. TikTok. I hope you they all just f- drive around making fun of people. I hope, I hope you all get scammed today. I'm trying to help out. I'm trying to provide a public service. I'm trying to uh, offer a cautionary tale. I'm trying to say, number one, be more aware of your surroundings and be more present in the moment. I need to be. I'm not preaching at you. I learned this, too, yesterday. And number two, be 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 cautious of, of, of people trying to scam you. Times are tough. And lastly, and people are desperate. don't ever leave the house Uncool. without looking your best self because you could get okay. recognized for your I, cool I, factor out there. You want to make sure. Because you know, sometimes people are like, really, oh, you know what? I'm in my sweats and I'm just hopping down really quick to the Target and I'll just leave on my sweats and my house shoes. I just got to run in and get two things. But the rewards you can get by every day, getting into your coolest outfit. This, this, this putting is, this on is your, Putting on your J's. Hey, this is the other thing. Don't. So the other cautionary tale, don't report anything accurately. I should have never told you that. That's what? not what he what do said. You mean? But I thought that was I thought that was uh accurate? Is that what you're saying? No, I thought, I thought it was I important. I thought it was accurate that they called me cool. I thought it was important to the setup and to the and to the story to, because it's not something that you hear usually come out of people's mouths. Though Billy Gibbons once told me that You looked cool? Yeah. <laughs> and then he took my picture with a camera he had in his jacket pocket. Really? And then walked off. Hey, you look cool. And that happened at Anton. Do you want to buy a giant beard? <laughs> you want to buy a used guitar? You want to buy an 85-inch beard? <laughs> well, I, mean, I hate you. You're, you're such a D, man. Let's go to, is it C or T? <laughs> oh, go ahead, Ski. I trust the ver- verify. If it was me, I would call Buffalo Wild Wings to find out if they just got rid of a uh, There's like five locations. Which one you calling? Whichever one. I mean, just call one. I I, if you can figure it out. Hey, what? By the way, they are not a guilty party in this uh, this exercise. But that was what was said to me. Did you even check the television for traces of lemon pepper or or garlic parmesan, bro? Did you even do that? Yeah. And 
Thank you, and Skeet. And also, Bob, I, I think they were trying to push your kid in, bro. Yeah. Try to what? <laughs> push what? Push your stuff in. All right, thank you. Thank you. What does that mean? Thank you, Skeet. It's a term. It's a term. It's actually an older term. You should know it. <laughs> I was going to get deliveranced? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. That's exactly and right there in the Marshalls parking lot? <laughs> what? Any, is there any better place? <laughs> Adelaide. <laughs> I just have a word of caution. <laughs> don't don't of listen caution. to this show. <laughs> <laughs> or the advice. No. <laughs> I would say don't ever let anybody follow you home. You guys, y'all, people know what you look like from Facebook. Mm. Yeah, this was a this was a random act of not kindness. This was a random act. I'm pretty sure. Maybe they thought, well, it's not going to fit in whatever you're driving. And they'll follow you home. Then they know where you live. Yeah, poor Adelaide let a guy follow yeah. her home one time, and then she ended up washing his underwear for fifty years. But I read, I read, <laughs> I read on one, uh, <laughs> I read on one, I read on one thread that the scam is they want to put your address in their navigation in case you get lost on the way, yeah. and then they phone the the other actors, bad actors, mm-hmm. in another vehicle that beat you. To your own home. Oh, and they wait for you to get there? Or they clean you out before they... You don't think that they... Well, they're not going to want to leave before you get there. They want... If there's a chance to see a cool guy, people are going to want to see a cool guy. (laughs) They're not going to want to leave until they see the cool guy, man. Let's be honest. They're not going to be like, oh, let's leave. Who cares? Even if they've packed up your entire house, they'll be like, hey, buddy, can we wait till the cool guy comes? Jed said the guy looked real cool. And I don't want to see him before maybe I can get some fashion tips or something from him. He hears real well. I, that's what I heard. I heard he hears really well, cool guy. Good <laughs> uh, mornings with Matt and Bob. We're powered by Chewy. All morning uh, so oh, far yeah. for the last hour, we've been talking about scams. <laughs> and there's no greater scam, I don't think, in this city at least, than, than Matthew Odom's job. He <laughs> gets paid to eat. Yeah, He goes around under the auspices of, oh, I'm here to review restaurants for the statesman. But, like, he's kind of, I don't know, I I don't, look, let's be honest. It's a BS job, okay? Wow. And you don't deserve to have it, Matthew. So I walk into the office for my first interview. Editor says... You look like a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so you're no, saying you don't I, look cool at all, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> you're not looking into a mirror. Right now. <laughs> Bob, are you taking shots at everybody? Bob's, Bob's like, I will not have, I will not stand hey, for any more of this. Alan like teasing you. is I'm done. Unlike house. you, I'm for accurate reporting. <laughs> He's all right, that's what the guy said. Okay, Matthew. I caught the tail end of that. The my. My favorite thing was the other day I was at that in the gas station on South Lamar where, like the guy in the Ford Probe in the late '90s, I got tried to somebody tried to right. sell me speakers. Speakers, yeah. So the other day I'm there and a guy comes up to me, exact same gas station, 25 years later. I'm just pumping gas and he's like, uh, "Hey man, um, are you looking to build a pool in your backyard?" <laughs> What? <laughs> and I don't think it was a scam. I just think Austin is so filthy with money right now that th- instead of approaching and saying, do you have $200 for speakers, they say, are you looking to build wow. an $80,000 well, I think pool? a lot of people moved here, and then they're having to rebranch out into the hustle because it's not as easy to get the dollar. I, I literally had a woman going door-to-door in my neighborhood for wealth management. 
Well, yeah. Have you ever been to my? Have you ever been to my house? Have you ever seen like the amount of cars on blocks in my neighborhood? But it's Austin. Austin is one of those weird places where cars on the blocks doesn't mean any. And she just was like, "Hi, I do wealth management," and I was like, (laughs) "Okay." And she's like, "Well, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know if you, 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 you are you may you married?" And I was like, "I, I actually, I, I'm okay." And she goes, "Well, if you ever want to talk about, you know, retirement, retirement savings, retirement planning, uh, if you've got kids and maybe you're looking to send them to college," and I was like, "She's like, I'm just out here beating the streets and, and trying to," and I was like. But here's okay. the deal. It must work at least once a day or they wouldn't be right. doing it. Right? There, there, was also, I, I, there was also part of me that had a lot of respect for her because yeah. I, I don't think she was scamming. I think she was like, oh. She's trying to build a book. I'm not getting the clients I had, and mm-hmm. I'm out on my own, and i got to make it happen. Uh, Matthew Odom is here. He uh, works with uh, the, the statesman and has for quite some time. Unfortunately, we're friends. And <laughs> he is out there reviewing the restaurants and doing the hard work that mm. nobody wants to do. That which we all is, dream of. Yeah, nobody. I think he does. Him. He does have Chewy's dream job, except for. Let's be honest. I know that you get to go to nice a lot of nice restaurants, but you're also required to then sit hunched over a laptop and do a lot of writing. All the reading and writing. I'm that, that part nobody. I think I don't think anybody wants to do that yeah, part. I don't think AI anyone wants to that. file. Any, <laughs> <laughs> well, write me a two pa- a two thousand word hey. review on beef ribs. Uh, when you just said AI can do that, I I think. Uh, uh, Gannett heard that and said, oh. you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just sent a picture into chat GPT and it spits it out. spits out <laughs> words. Somebody so, did somebody the other day. They said, write a review of, I can't remember the cuisine, in the style of Matthew Odom. And they sent me, because I've never used chat GPT. I don't even know right. how to download it. And they sent me like a thousand word article that was about, you know, 60% of the way to the, the, something I would write. Right? But I was yeah. kind of offended by like some of the adjectives. Yeah. Well, <laughs> remember how even the pictures have like six or seven fingers? They're, they're, they can't right. quite nail it, right? Well, I've got but, three stomachs. Well, that works out perfectly. <laughs> uh, you're in because we had talked to you last year, and we said, hey, why don't you start coming in regularly and chatting? Because we talk probably too much about food, but frankly, it's the thing we care the most about. I mean, I, who could blame you? All this month, and today is the last day of the month, so it'll finally, we'll start getting thinner on it. But we've been talking about resolutions. We've been trying to keep each other on task this year. Chewy came up with three, Bob three, I came up with three, and we're trying to keep each other, like, actually committed for the first time ever to resolutions. What were some of them? I want to be more cool. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> you want a 95-inch TV? <laughs> Uh, they're, I'm trying to fix up my truck. I mean, they're not, these aren't things to better ourselves. Sure. They're selfish, but I'm trying to fix up my, my, my truck is approaching its 25th birthday and I want to have the truck looking nice and running well by its 25th birthday. Your car is old enough to rent a car. That's true. That's a very, that's actually how I get it around places. <laughs> Chewy, one of Chewy's is he wants to have an orgy at some point or some kind of, some kind of threesome, some kind of non-traditional sex thing this year. I gotta get with some sort of party planner or something. Yeah. Uh, and then get my Twitch going and uh, maybe box again. This yeah. Year, so. Oh, wow. And uh, and Bob Bob's actually re- doing really well with his. He was leaning into some show stuff and some extra extracurricular show stuff. YouTube stuff. Yeah. And my, and my memoir. But Finish that. I reached out to you because you had a list of yeah, my resolutions are all about. Well, they weren't resolutions, but you had bucket. You, you had a, a, a thing. It's it's you can still find it online, but you you published an article 
of bucket lists. Here's some things that I want to hit in 2024. Some restaurant, but it was it's less about the restaurants and more about specific dishes and food items that you want to hit up. Yeah, I was trying to basically give people a bucket list to help them kind of, you know, narrow down their way of thinking. There's so many new places. There's so many great old places that you might not have been to. There's so many different categories. So kind of like, let's break it down into some categories. If you haven't been to these places, consider going, whether it's a type of food, whether it's an iconic dish, uh, just kind of a way to uh, strategize eating in the new year. So maybe yeah. that's, and you want to p- try the best pizza in town. Maybe you want to try my favorite Indian restaurant in town. These are kind of some guide guide posts. And for some people who, who may not know you, one of the reasons that we uh, also compliment you is, yes, if there is a big, new, fancy michelin star or four-star restaurant, whatever, you're going to be there and you're going to let us know about it. But you also do reviews about, hey, there is a really good samosa in the back of this gas station. It's $3.50, and you guys really should be finding it because it's, it's incredible. And I appreciate the fact that you're not one of these guys that you sometimes see in a, in a bigger city who's just going to the fancy fine dining. Uh, I, I mean, that, that's great for those folk, but I got two kids. I'm on a budget. I can't hit those places, but I do love uh, if I can find there's a great bowl of noodles in a, in a stop and rob somewhere. Yeah, unfortunately, we've lost two of our favorite kind of uh, off-the-radar places. Yeah, uh, there was that uh, the woman at 24th in Rio Grande. I never made it to her yeah, place. Yeah, Louise Cozy Kitchen. Cozy Kitchen, yeah. yeah. She had Malaysian food. She's going to, I think she'll reopen somewhere. She's actually been cooking at UT for like 15 years. She had this place inside a Shell gas station. But she didn't she get recognized mm. by James Beard uh, Foundation? Uh, New, York or New York Times recognized uh-huh. her. And how did... Is that how tough that industry is, that you get a recognition from the New York Times as being one of the, the best in the nation, right. and, and, and then you, you close down? Yeah, so she was, she was in a little uh, walk-up you know, window, open kitchen in the back of a, a Shell gas station. Right. So I would imagine if she could get a better deal, she'd want to take it. So there's a chance with something like that. Her lease ended. She's putting together some financing. She won't respond to my tax. And, oh, she uh, won't? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, you know, she's looking to, to get bigger, and so I think... In a case like that, it's probably something good is happening. A transition. Uh, a transition. Ch- um, tai Cheng Tong, the sh- Thai chef at um, Thai, um, Tycoon up at the right. domain, uh, he was running a Kalmangai uh, stall in Hong Kong supermarket there on Anderson, not far from here. Uh, which is great Hainanese uh, chicken and rice so dish. So what, what, I don't even know what Hainanese is. It, it, it's like a poached chicken dish, and then the rice is cooked in the chicken fat um, stock. So you get this real supple, nice, um, moist rice. Uh, there's also a Thai style where the chicken's fried and it's served with a chili ginger mm-hmm. sauce. It's really good. Um, chewy sweat here. He's one of the best chefs in town. He had to close, but that's because Hong Kong Supermarket is closing. And I think he's looking for a new spot and wants to do a, a noodle uh, spot in, in addition to that. Um, but so, so, so sometimes when you, when you are a trailer, when you are in the back of a grocery store, when you are in the back of a gas station, you're at the whims of kind of somebody else. somebody else. And, you know, if you go looking for a spot right now, prices are just... Out of control, so I'm a little bit worried about some of these smaller spots. But it, it's causing it, it leads to a lot of ingenuity and kind of you know quick thinking and and nimbleness. So let's get into a couple of the you know let's say three, four, five of these dishes or, or places that that are on the bucket list because I think Chewy may want to add them to to his bucket list or he may have some things for you because yeah, Chewy's twenty four is going to put me on something twenty four seven. Chewy's on Instagram looking for what is the mm-hmm. hidden. What's the hidden nom in town? That's true. Uh, so what you got for us, Matthew? Well, I mean, have you ever been to uh, Ras Nayam Thai? 
Mm-mm. No, it's in I Round can't Rock. Even say it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a uh, it's in Round Rock, just kind of right at the edge of Round Rock. It's been around three or four years, and these are the kind of places I love. I I didn't find out about it until about two years ago, so it had already been open a couple years. Right, and it just shows you. I mean, I think there's seven, eight hundred places opening a year in town. So it's wow. It's, wow. it's hard to keep track of all of that. Um, but if you love like a huge fried whole trout, yeah, that's uh, exactly what I like. Yeah, or even something uh, simplistic like muping, you know, grilled skewers. Um, they also have a a hot and sour soup that's has pork ribs in it, and you get all that lemongrass and galangal. Oh, like it's yeah. just really authentic, full of flavor. They've got some yeah, more some basic of that looks, dishes. Looks pretty good. Uh, Chewy's already up on it. Yeah, how did you find that so fast? <laughs> I don't even know even what Matthew it. said. He just said something about Thai Round Rock. Yeah, yeah so it's fish. Ross Nayam Thai. R O S Nayam N I Y O M Thai. That's probably my favorite Thai food in the city right now, along with Tycoon, which those I those dumplings earlier. look really unique. Those uh, pot—I guess you call them pot stickers. I don't know what you would call. That'd be pan fried. Yeah, yeah, but they're like look breaded almost. It's I think that, I think those are actual. I think that's an apple pie from McDonald's. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're on the wrong page. You're on your Facebook. page. I'm gonna try this place. Uh, awesome. I think I've told you guys about uh, you know. Once you find a spot that you kind of love, you lock in. So I'm supposed to be eating all over town, but every now and then you just find a spot and you end up going there once a right. week, even though you probably shouldn't. If you like a bagel, Casper, fermentables. I, I, I want to go there with you because I, you keep talking about this place, yeah. and I saw you write it up, and I got to tell you that I, and I see lines. I remember seeing lines for, at Rockstar Bagels and other, other bagels. I got to tell you, there's nothing appealing to me about a bagel. Really? I don't get it. It's I, just generally it's not to me. This is it's thinner. It's got a crunch to it, especially if you if you have it toasted. I want to try it out because I know that you've said a couple times that this is one of your favorite joints in the city. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I don't oh, know that. that. I don't know how you could ketchup. get me to pull that into oh. a bagel place. But you say it's fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. And you wouldn't even know. You I mean you're flying by it? You know, going through Sunset Valley there on the feeder road. Um, Wait, it's so over there by the Tony Burger Center. Yeah, exactly. It's right next to it. Where the pizza, where Rose, uh, the Red yeah, Dog yeah, used to where be. Yeah, kind of exactly. Used to be. Now that's a uh, medical center of some Dude, sort. I pass by that almost every. Yeah, I didn't know it was there. Yeah, yeah. You got to pop in. Oh, I'm gonna pop egg in. egg and cheese with ketchup those or hot sauce. Those, those, those farmer market, farmers market bagels have been all the rage right recently. Yeah, right? there's a David Doey's. I think is yeah, uh, yeah. the bagel bagel place at the farmer's market I haven't been to. These guys started out as a farmer's market stall. Um, you know, some high-end high, high end stuff as well I think people might not know about. You know about uh, Lin Asian Bar or Xi? Yeah, I, yeah. I went to Lin not too long ago. Yeah. So Chef Lin Ki Wu uh, has Lin Kitchen. Um, and so that's just down the street as well on research. And it's a uh, it is a tasting menu inside of, I think, what appears to be their commissary kitchen. So you kind of go in through this, you know, chain link fence. They let, they put you pull into this, you know, gravel parking lot, and you're like, where are we? And they let you into the back, and you're in a uh, commissary kitchen, big square metal table. There's like right. twelve or fourteen people sit down, and you're basically eating in the kitchen. And okay, how do you find out about something like this? This one has a big sign. Oh, on one of right now. It, it does now. It didn't for a long time, but I saw the other day it finally has a, a sign, which makes me feel good that it, it that it's going to be the around. What's password when the guy looks through the little slot in the door or whatever? F- Fidelio. <laughs> I love the chef. Chef uh, Lynn? Yeah, uh, Chef Lynn is great. Um, you know, she's you know one of the best uh, chefs of modern Chinese yeah. food right now. In terms of modern Chinese food, there's also some New York City imports. Uh, Zoe Tong on Barton Creek uh, or Barton Springs Road in the old uh, 
God, it's been so many things. What was it last? Uh, East Austin East Siders. Okay, I know we talked about it. Was the uh, the brewery? It's uh, been a million things. Thing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Red Farm downtown is a New York City import as well. So if you're into Chinese food, those are kind of more high end places. Uh, but you know, I'm trying to help people think about. Man, I love Chinese. I love Thai. I love pizza. Where can you know? Where can I try something new? All day pizza. I think we've talked about. It's a pizza window. You told I'm me. Th- you told me about all day, and I was watching because I happened to follow some of the um, the artisans that built out uh, the all day location. The one over there on the on the west side. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's connected to Flo's uh, Bottle Shop. Um, New York style pizza. My favorite New York style pizza in town uh, right now. That's for sure. Really, it is all day. Yeah, and they re- they recently opened up in the inside of an East Austin bar called Daydreamer, I believe. So yeah, so this bucket list. If you just Google Matthew Odom bucket list, you'll find some spots: Chinese, Thai, Indian. Um, Sangnam Chetnad up on Palmer Lane is probably mm. my favorite Indian restaurant right now. If you love mutton, see, but Bob hates. I don't hate anything. He's well. He's not. He hasn't I'm had. A, he's hasn't had Indian yeah. food. It, it, it's not my, it's, it, he has I, some PTSD. A guy that he worked with here drank too much and had also eaten Indian food. It puked <laughs> everywhere, and the smell of curries turns him. And but I keep telling him I think he would love certain Indian foods, especially. You just get him into something like a tikka masala that's yeah. spicy. I think he would love. Yeah, I mean, well, start at Tarka. You know, start at kind of an entry I level. I go to Tarka all the time. See, there you go. He loves Indian food. Wait, you do go to Tarka? Oh, they should Target. Uh, <laughs> I like spice. I'm trying to go to Saffron here soon, but yeah, Saffron's great. Um, there's two two locations of that far west and over in uh, in Westlake, kind of out towards Bob's uh, neck of the woods. Yeah. I saw you write up in, in your bucket list. Some kind of like spiced, was it a spiced mutton dish or whatever oh, at the yeah. at the at an Indian restaurant? Oh, and you were yeah. like, "This is the thing that I can't." And I, I was like, "What?" Reading about it, I was like, "This seems spiced mutton." Yeah, it's a uh, boneless lamb and it's stir fried. Um, it's like I wouldn't order this off a menu. I would look at it and be like, "No, nah, it's not for me." But you say it's fantastic, and I got to maybe try it out. It's up on Palmer Lane, and I'll tell you, it's again, it's one of those places that have been open. It's called Sangnam Chetnad, S A N G N A M. Uh, it had been open for a couple years before I found it. You know, always a good sign when you go in, and 95% of the people there are Indian. And I tell you, it's one of those things I posted it on, on just on my Instagram stories. And I think I had three chefs or restaurant people in the next day or two slip into my DMs and be like, We went up there because of your post. And oh my God, it's my favorite Indian I li- restaurant. I town. live wow. there. That actually wow. looks fine. Oh, you want to go? You want to go yeah, there? Yeah, I might go there today. Right. Yep. Oh, man. I'm going to spell it phonetically, and I'm sure I'm still going to mess it up. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. These are some sleepers. These are places I probably would have passed by for sure or overlooked. Yeah, there's so you know just so many opening, especially up in your neck of the woods, Chewy. I mean, that's... Palmer's blowing up even yeah. more than it... That's where all the best been. Asian restaurants in, in town are up in that neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got a favor to ask you. Do, oh, I know that we were supposed to have you here till 840. Uh, do you need to get to the office in a hurry? Oh, no, I'm not going anywhere in a hurry. Yeah, I don't know if you need to get back because you, you keep making kids. I don't know why you didn't stop at <laughs> one. You keep, I don't know if you got to get home and take... But could can you hang out for a second because I want... Can can Chewy, the group... Can, let's see if we can put you on a couple of things, okay? I'm into it. Sounds good. So we'll trade that. And then I think we also need to make a date because I know Chewy... I, I think we got to take Chewy out for something. Chewy loves the fancy eats. And I think that... Uh, we should have an uh, an Odom Chewy 
outing one day. I got just the idea. Oh, I mean, I don't crawl? know if I can tell people where it is because it's got to be on the, on the low, but I've okay. got some ideas. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll hint at all that and yeah, get yeah. into it in, uh, in just a second. Sound good? Sounds good. Awesome. Good morning to Matt and Bob. We're powered by Chewy. Uh, more with Matthew Odom. Plus, don't forget giveaways today. We got the uh, uh, Freak on a Chain concert series. Also, some giveaways from Mark Norman. Uh, listen in closely to win. Yes. Thank you so much for that, Bob. Yes. We're mornings with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy. Uh, we're joining a special guest this morning, Matthew Odom, who. I'm glad we're finding more time to hang out. When we first started chatting about having you come on the show, uh, about about an hour later, you were like, hey, I think I knocked my wife up again. And I was like, uh, I guess I'll see you in, well, I guess see you in a year and a half then. My wife. My wife. You're going to be busy. But uh, uh, you are uh, the food writer for the Austin American Statesman, uh, Austin 360, which is the uh, supplement to the... Uh, Entertainment the, section, the, the entertainment section, and uh, and you also write on other things as well. Um, but your your main focus is on food, and not just like a restaurant reviewer. You talk about food, food movements. Uh, I think you're you're smart about it. You kind of fell in love with food. You traveled, didn't you? In college, and you get to travel to Italy and, and live there for a bit. Yeah, I studied abroad there my senior year, and about two years after graduating, being in the uh, advertising world here in the states, moved back to Rome and lived there for about a year. Worked wow. as a tour guide with some buddies, and uh, got to travel around Europe a bit. But yeah, I fell in love with food in Italy. I would say. Yeah, but, which is great, it's and that's a great opportunity for yeah, yeah. Gr- great opportunity for you. And then I love that you've uh, turned people on to. A lot of stuff, and like we said, uh, you're approachable. So, so I was also a takeout taxi driver in 1996. Whoa, for the record, dang. hell yeah! And Thundercloud 1997. Before it was cool. Thunder, Riverside. Hey, uh, hey, can you tell us what's in that? What's What's in that thunder sauce, man? Oh, wouldn't you like to know? What's in, what's in that thunder like sauce? Come on, man. Give up the secrets, oh, man. What's in the thunder sauce? $5,000. It's all yours. <laughs> so uh, you're a legit dude, too. You worked your way up, and uh, you were we were talking about your bucket list places. And I liked, too, that you mentioned some places that are hard to get into and fancy, but you also, some of your bucket lists, you're like, hey, this is a place on Parmer. It's a mom-and-pop shop. You can go in there, and for a very decent price, uh, you can get some really f- fantastic out-of-this-world food. And that's the great thing about food. Sometimes, they, they always say it on the cooking shows, and for a long mm-hmm. time, I was like, come on, man. <laughs> but they talk about always oh, cooking with soul. I can, I can feel this passion in it. And I'm like, come on, man. But then you start to understand kind of what they mean is that sometimes you're like, this is really, f- I, when you, I don't know the chef's name, but the, the guy who runs uh, Tycoon up there in the, in the domain. Yeah, Tai Cheng Tong. And he's always there. Yeah, and he, you know. He's uh, there 24-7. Yeah. He nods at you and he goes, hey, you, and if you sit up at the bar, he goes like, did you like that? Did you like that? And I've been going there for years now, and he still hmm. checks in. Did you like that? It's pretty good. Well, how do you feel? Did you ever take anything? He's never taken us there. Never taken I, us there, I but he loves Asian it. It's counter service. You guys can go. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's holding back on us. Now, here's what I do like about Chef Tai. He It says on the menu, this is a mother effing hot dish. I don't change it. No, he does. Yes. I mean, I remember I met him 10 or 15 he years said, ago. He said, I don't change it for you, round eye. Yeah. If you, uh, I love it. I'm letting you know it's hot as hell. And then he's trained his staff, too. He goes, they go, have you ever had the papaya salad? Do you want some milk, sir? And they yeah. go, and I said, I want the papaya salad. And they go, oh, have you had that before? And I go, yes, I have. And they go, because it's quite spicy. And I go, yeah, I know. I'm here. There's a reason I come here. 
I come here for the endorphin rush. Well, he says he calls it OG Ty, original grandma. Okay. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> but he said, I remember 10, 12, 15 years ago, whenever that was, he had his uh, trailer over on the east side. And the first time I had it, I was like, wow. And he's like, I'm not going to pull back. Like, this is how we do it. And I thought, I wonder if this will stay this way or if he'll eventually water it down. And it's as spicy and real now as it was 10 years ago. So I mm. like that he's held on because I'm sure he's turned off some patrons. And but he has said, look, this Especially is my in art. An outdoor sh- shopping yeah. mall. He said, I, this is my, I, I, this is what I do, and I'm not going to change it for you. Yeah, I love that one of the most sterile, kind of generic, quasi bougie places in town is home to one of the realest Thai restaurants in town. It works out. Uh, let's talk about so Chewy. Yeah, I think it's going. Gonna, I think he's going to try to put you onto a couple of spots to see. So, Chewy, do you want to name a couple and see if uh, Matt already knows about? You them? were talking about wings earlier, oh, right? And, and then I brought up Potluck ATX, which has been uh, getting a a lot of buzz lately. I don't know, and it. Uh, I've been wanting to try them. They're down south, almost by Marino's Barbecue, almost at the same lot. Sure. Okay. Um, and they're supposed to be twenty four seven, but I went there one Saturday, and is it a trailer? Close. Or is it a- close? It's a trailer. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. not not too far from. Uh, where I do some of my business, um, they're supposed they're supposed to be bringing some heat and not like heat, but like some really good chicken wings right now. Are you Everybody's chicken? talking chicken wings because the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, oh, possibly. Man. I love Is that chicken why wings. Yeah, yeah I've I've got a list of my twenty five top chicken wings in town dropping sometime today. You can find it on my Instagram. Wait, wait, wait! Today you're a list of t- your twenty five favorite chicken, chicken wings. wings in town. Yeah. Some you some you probably know. Uh, some you might not. I think some people. I mean, chicken wings. Once they reach a certain height, they're they're good, almost like barbecue, and you just got to put your different... I know, but guess what? It seems in my mind like we should all know what the baseline standard is for wings, and guess what? A lot of people can't seem to hit that, and I find it frustrating. And it's interesting that you've... I mean, I think we've moved away from... Like, if you look at my list of 25, in terms of just classic kind of buffalo-style wings, you might have... You know, the Cavalier, Del Rey Cafe, the trailer at, at Nickel City. You might have uh, Home Slice up on North Loop uh, doing some in Black Sheep Lodge, doing some uh, buffalo wing kind of traditional style. But the good hot wings are bringing in Asian flavors. They're bringing in kind of chefy touches, the ones that hold out brewing. You know, the chef there used to be a McGuire Mormon. So when he when he gives you a Frank's hot sauce, he puts, you know, Worcestershire and lemon and horseradish in it, and his ranch has white mm. soy sauce and mm. sour cream and dill. So, you know, people... It's uh, chicken wings are great because they're basically a, a blank canvas, and you can bring whatever you want to it. Uh, yeah, high wings is really good. High uh, wings is great. I, I love I love that. Where's there. that one? It, Anderson and uh, it's Bart- on- next across from Bartlett's. Yeah, okay. yeah. They, and they're one of those places. You know, sometimes when a place, you know, they're kind of like uh, wings. What was it? Um, wings up. Yeah, wings yeah, up. Is, that's is, really good. Anytime a place now. does like twenty flavors, though, you get worried. Like, oh, if you do twenty things, do you do one thing well? well but, mm-hmm. but high wings and wings up. Uh, wings p- up. But you're right. The more you think about it, a wing is just a delivery system for flavor. That's yeah. it. Yeah. There's hardly wings, any yeah. chicken there, yes. right? It's, it's a delivery system. And, uh, and you can do like you know, wings up. They grill them. They smoke them. They fry them. You can get them bone in. You can get them boneless. So. You can do a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, while you're here, wing. question. Uh-huh. Is a boneless wing a wing? I, I mean, no. Okay. But I, I still included Spicy Boys on my list. You know, Spicy yes. Boys uh, has about four trailers, uh, and they do chicken sandwiches and bone-in chicken, but they do these boneless wings. It's the only boneless wing I put in there because they've got Thai flavors and Korean flavors. Uh, 
That, that's that's a good. It's not do a you wing. Feel, do you feel like in the comments, folks are going to come for you when you put in a boneless wing? I don't read. The I know that there's. You don't read the comments at all, ever. He's not a fool. He's not. He's been idiot. in this game a while. He knows. Hey, is it cool if I start screenshotting comments and sending them directly? Please to you? text them to me. Yeah, I'm going to be like, hey man, have you seen this? And when you go, what? I'm just going to. So you you're unsuspecting, and it's just like someone. This guy is an idiot. Print out any Reddit mention. Print out anything. Just leave a stack of. My, my door and I'll go through Reddit this is the friendliest corner oh of the Oh my god, internet. it's so nice. It's crazy. <laughs> what else did you found? When uh, you're there, you're family. I like Spicy Boys because you can tell them to you know, hurt me a little bit and, yeah. they'll, and they'll do it. Uh, Have you been to Roots Chicken Shack? No. Tiffany, so, uh, not too far from you, uh, Bearden. The Inside the H-E-B, Tiffany Dairy is a chef from Dallas and she fries hers in duck fat. Right. And so they're big and crunchy and craggy, and it's kind of a more traditional fried chicken uh, take. But a lot of our best, I think a lot of our best wings in town are uh, are coming from Asian places right now. Um, the, the, the the food right now, like the, the prepared foods and the quick foods or whatever, the H-E-B Mueller is really nailing a whole lot of stuff. Is that right? Uh, for, for simplicity and ease of you. I, I've always, I told people, because like, well, we used to talk about the H-E-B barbecue before it became a thing and people know about for this is so this is 10 years ago now yeah. and people like and I was like look I'm not telling you it's the best barbecue what I'm telling you is consistent you will not believe the quality of barbecue you're getting out of a grocery store when you go there and uh and it's like I'm not I'm not putting it up against the bangers in the city what I'm saying is you can walk in there's no line you can quickly grab a lunch for a reasonable price and get out of there and go this is way better than I thought I was going to get and 15 years ago it probably would have been a top three barbecue restaurant yeah wait it's nowhere near that now and I'm not insulting sure, I mean, sure. it's still heB and and frankly what I want heB to do best is to give me buddy bucks that's why I'm there I am there start because accepting Apple pay God, they're never going to do it. No, they told me they're they t- never going to do so it. So they told me the other day. I wrote them. I, 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 we <laughs> talked about that. They're not going. They're liars. And and I wrote a story with a, a quote from their uh, one. You know, PR people saying we're investigating all the different technologies to introduce. And then I got an email from a reader, and he said I emailed them two years ago, and they sent him the exact, exact same, same thing. Uh, thing. So yeah. may, maybe it's going to happen. There there are whispers around the stores that it's coming. Uh, uh, the one wing I'll put up in the city, and it's almost it's like one of those that's always. Good, no matter where the the scene goes, like Casino El Camino, it will always be one of the best burgers. Mm-hmm. Green Mesquite will always be one of the best wings. I, I love and a Green Mesquite wing. It, it, it's it's it, like there's a bracket going around too, and I, I don't know. They're missing a few, so I don't well, know. Flint, well, what are they doing? What's they're, they're smoked wings, they're smoked and, 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 and they're kind of a little sweet. It's weird. It's not what you expect when you have a wing. And I remember somebody telling me about them, uh, Whitney. Who who forever was it's at the Barton, Barton Springs Spring Saloon, yeah. and I was like, I don't, mm, I just don't see it happening. And I went there and I was like, this is actually a really top quality. I really liked it. I, really I liked tried it. them when they were up north. They went up by the Walmart over there by Lewis Hanna, but they closed after like a couple of years. But those were delicious. Yeah, it's very popular. I did include a, uh, two smoke places. CM Smokehouse is a trailer at Bolden Acres down on South Lamar, but. Uh, Style Switch, and their other place, The Switch, down near Dripping Springs, they smoke them over post oak, and then they do a, an Alabama white barbecue sauce or a honey barbecue sauce. Oh, yeah. I've had that. I've had that. They didn't like Good? aesthetically how it looked whenever I ordered them, but they were delicious. It's yeah. not... The, well, aesthetically... What? Say it. The white creamy sauce on it made it look... Like mayonnaise? A man's A's, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while we're on chicken, exactly what it looked like, my friend. There's a new spot called Dang Hot 89. 
Okay, and, I don't know uh, it. I gotta yeah. follow some of these chicken wing influencers. Dang hot eighty nine. Dang hot eighty nine looks like a lot like Tumble Twenty Two. And I don't know how great. Chicken oh, you know, I, th- I think because uh, I, I think love her name's Austin Food Adventures on uh, Instagram. I think she posted about. Yeah, I think them she might have posted day. it too. Yeah, and then I think they got overwhelmed with, with folks. Where is that up north? West? Uh, this is near the BMW of Austin. Oh, okay, I know where that is. Yeah, <laughs> okay, you're there all the time picking up an extra car. Here for the for, here for my next car. Everybody knows that everyone in journalism these days, in print journalism, is just covered in money. Five Series or GTFO. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm always late to the game, but Bacalar? That's what, I really want to go there, and I feel like they've been here and established for a little bit. That's a, I'm going to guess is Spanish food. Uh, Yucatan. Yeah, from uh, Gabriel Alice, who was the chef at Comador, okay. um, Philip Spears' restaurant downtown. He has a place now down on Rainy Street. Man, have you been to, I haven't been to Rainy Street in a minute. Unrec- unrecognizable. Really? I haven't been there in forever, and, and honestly, the only thing I was really hitting it up for um, was... Massages? Uh, <laughs> no, not massages. Oh, okay. but, uh, no, uh, a bum burrito, little brother, anything that was oh, yeah. happening at oh. that little kind of... What never oh, seemed it would what never it it was a joint that never seemed like it fit into yeah which made it all the more fun when they would have uh, and now uh, they've hit pause for a while they've hit pause the because the, the the building is being constructed and, and bummer burrito is now over at batch uh, the beer and kalachi place that's over fantastic. on Manor it's Road, closer so to my house so much closer to your house you can stumble stumble home that works uh, uh, that works great we have found a taco place in this city yes okay? this is the other one I was going to tell you about right, we'll pull uh, it up. Uh, the one that we're going to talk about that we so, all go back. So cabana. we have <laughs> we might be hitting it today. Huh, we Jim? have Ooh. a we have a young intern that came in here, and her father is. She grew up in Monterrey, and then did you like to? I didn't even mean to put the. Wow. I didn't even mean to wow. put the Monterrey. taste on it. It just came out that way. I legit. felt pretty good. I felt legit. She uh, she grew up in Monterrey, and her dad was like, "Oh, this is a place that I'm I'm enjoying tacos." Okay, okay. So it's it's in the shadow of the Q2 Stadium. There is a Sonico over there that has an entire has like fifteen oh, trucks oh. in the in the, and it's called El Regio, and it does Monterey style. And they, dude, I'm telling you, look me in the eye. The tacos there, they make a fried taco right where they take the it, the it they do it Jack in the Box style. It gets stuffed and then the whole thing gets fried. But there's there's a wife back there and she's got a low pan and she is dropping not low pan from. From uh, Escape from New York or whatever that was, <laughs> Big Trouble in Little City. Um, she is she just fries him right there, and there's a dude in there, and it is everything there. They have the what, they have a the grease is a star, but I would go <laughs> with the chicharron embalme, and that one is yeah. is I, that, that's top one it's of a, the top tacos in the embalmed city. chicharron. Yeah, los. Is it Los Regios? Yeah, it's right next yeah. to Q2 Stadium at the Chevron. Yeah, there's a Sonico. Sonico. It's a Sonico. Sonico. And, and so I'm. Sonico. And the other thing I'm gonna tell you. There's, so there's a whole there's stretch. Four there's four trucks. There's some Indian food there. There's multiple uh, trucks, and they all have kind of a different style of Latin cuisines. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. But this Los Regios is fantastic. And the other thing you have to know is there's something there called tlaquepaque sauce. Okay, they make a whole kind of smothered taco. It's a bit much. But if you just say, hey, can I get a little Smoky Chipotle. If you say, "Can I get a un vaso de uh, tlaquepaque?" Say it that way too. <laughs> uh, they they'll hook you up with it. Matt gets an accent when we go there. I do All get of a sudden, it comes out of nowhere. He, well, he gets mad. Well, this he, guy. I was speaking he's, Spanish. He's, he's trying he, to. Uh, he's he thinks, trying to. Uh, uh, 
He goes, do you have a roof? <laughs> no, I was trying to adopt my culture, and I was speaking Spanish. Well, I noticed when I spoke to the woman. She doesn't care. Dude, I, I do that the same she, thing. She I doesn't. In and I, that her English skills are, are, are equivalent to my it, Spanish skills. So it seems like over the top. He says over the top. I grew up on a border. He, over the he top. doesn't like the fact that I have and a. She's the, not impressed. The border of South. East Houston, but when Mexicans no, are trying, Brownsville's my OG. Oh, but when right. Mexicans are trying to speak English, they don't put on an American accent. They, they do. Go, Absolutely. I think there's something in your brain. Do it's you kind of like, like why you why you can't listen to people eat or why you don't like cilantro. I think some people's brains, when they hear somebody talk, they mimic the style. That's of exactly what happens. I do unconsciously. Too, my father does Mexicans it as well. Oh, yeah, but you—that's your culture. I think Mexicans do it too. What? Put on a little more accent, a little more zest. I don't go flare. to New York City a and more they're flare like, hey, whenever they're, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> you want to tune in to Zeta right now? Hey, she's my friend, but if you listen to Lori Gallardo, <laughs> she will definitely roll the R when needed, all right? I won't, I won't, I won't stand here and take this gruff off And he of raises his oh, voice, oh, sh- too, like they can't hear. No, I go, hey, eh, it's eh, uh, possible que... Uh, que se dice? Como se dice? Can you hear me? Well, I don't say it like an Italian. Hey, no, hey, go, hey, hey. You got any za back there? Uh, <laughs> we've been promised at some point we need to do this. We need to hook you and Chewy up. Yep. And the two of you need to go to a lunch together. Double Chewy date. loves Look, dinner. I think we got to go fine dining. I'm Chewy completely fine with that. Loves. Let me. Let I've me been sh- wanting to go to a lot of places that are omakase. Uh huh. How about one for you, one for me? You take me to a, a, a casual lunch spot, and I'll take you to a nice dinner. Woo! Subway. Hope you're ready. Get the get the cookie at the end. Okay. Because uh, it's really good. <laughs> and get it Mike's way. Absolutely. At Subway. Yeah. I want it like, Mike's way. I want to show you. This is uh, we took uh, we took the youngsters out and uh, I almost went again. I want that chicken again. Is that Wait, your Tinder profile? That it should be, shouldn't it? Uh, we took uh, we and this is Sawyer. I don't think you've met Sawyer, but he comes in and tells us. He talks to us about. Um, NFL and Sawyer can actually huh. you should hook up with him at some point. He's a comedian. He can tell you if you want to know where a dollar beer and a dollar hot dog special is in this town, this guy knows where the underground specials yeah. are. He he can sense them out. And where to get a perm apparently. But yeah. we uh we took them. I don't it's know if like you can wow, you recognize it that's, that fast? That's a hot pot. Dude, I just showed Matthew Odom a picture. I'm ready to go. He saw it and knew exactly where we were. So we took him. There's the Ooh, before. Chicken. There's the jerk chicken. And here's here's a minute and a half later. Are you ready? Sweat. That's what the boys Ooh. did. That's the what the boys did. Where's the be. sweat? Took it down. Well, it's funny that you say where's the sweat because here's the Salted last cream. Here's the last photo oh, of my two boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that'll hit you, man. It might hit you an hour later. That's why you got to get that uh, the pink melon dish to go with it, just to kind of cool your mouth down. Or one of those great tropical cocktails. Uh, the place was fantastic. We had a good time. So I, we definitely we have to hook that up and uh, have to have you back in here soon and regularly talking. Yes. Uh, Matthew Odom from The Statesman. Remember, uh, people can follow you on Instagram. That's the best place. Ma- at Matthew Odom should have my uh, we- 25 best wings in Austin up there sometime later on this Well, morning. I think that's important, too, because people are going to want to pick up wings. There happens to be a big sporting event coming in about 10 days. I think people are going to want to know where the best Cricket wings are. Cricket World Cup. That's exactly what it is. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have, a, we have a friend that will certainly oh. be Hosting the Swifty Bowl. The Cricket World the Club Bowl. is happening. Audio will certainly be letting us know what's happening there. Hey, thank you very much for hanging out, man. I appreciate Good it. Good seeing Thanks, you, bro. Great to see you all. We will, uh, we'll talk to Matthew later. Uh, we'll also have a link in case you don't remember uh, on Matt and Bob FM. We'll link to Matthew's account so you can uh, 
follow along with him, and then that way you can follow along when he and Chewie go out on their their dates together. Meow. Now we've been out. I'm gonna read you a nice letter that we got yesterday. How about? How nice? Yeah. Well, we have two, we got two letters. I might have you. Was there a check inside it or anything cool like that? I might have you read two. I might have you read this one because I I can't understand. It's not mean, but a guy's taking I think mainly me to task, but I'm not quite sure. Oh wait, but, I think I saw that one from from, from West. I'll have you kind of read it, and, and, but let's do this one from. Uh, uh, let's find it real quick. Is it David. Oh, okay, this one. Okay. Now the, uh, earlier this week. We was it this week or was it last week that we got into talk about taxes? It was this week. It was like Monday. Was it Monday? Yeah. And we got to that long. Sorry, I have to vent. We got that long talk about taxes. Yeah, that was Monday. And 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 affordability and where our lives are going. And David wrote this to us. I don't care what the consultant says. The last hour in today's podcast was incredible. Taxes, the American dream, disappointments. I love when you guys go a little off script. But he start, starts by saying, I don't care what the consultant says. Uh, this is, our consultant actually, I'm going to be honest with you, helped us quite a bit. What was the net net of that Monday thing? You know how we never remember. I don't think we even net netted. We were talking about just, just tax a general. Because. Chewy came in and said, my mom's oh, getting right. way less in her tax return. That's right. That's right. And we were talking about how a lot of people count on their tax return. Right. That is for them. That's sort of their yearly savings account. They right. count it's on that, like that double savings. Check. Yeah. It gets them out of trouble. Right. And I know what I, some of the things that I said, I think when we can get into this in a second with, with uh, Wesley, he, I, I think, I think he, he was. I think he felt like I was taking people to task, and I'm kind of saying. Sometimes I just speak out loud, and a lot of times I'm chastising myself of my own behavior. Sure, but, sure. We've all made uh, financial mistakes, and oh my god, I'm, I'm 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 mortified by the financial mistakes I've made throughout my life. My my wife constantly. I'm mortified by the, I, all I, the. I wonder where I could be, and how much more. It, it, what a much, how much more stable position I could have my kids in? Why did I sell that house and not if I wasn't keep an it idiot. in or rent it? You know, yeah, like, I, I, why did I get rid of a asset? But a, you need, it, it, the, one of the big problems was education. I didn't yeah. know, just plain ass didn't know. Right. And the other thing is fear. Fear. Right. Fear has adverse. Fear yeah. has caused me to not be successful in my right. life, and I mean that across the board with everything. Fear, fear, fear. Um, That's the only th- thing that I think all three of us have in common. When when the Tonight Show reached out to me and said we would like a t- we've 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 seen some of your comedy, we would like you to send a tape to us so we can do notes yeah. on it. That's how you get on something like Tonight Show. When a guy yesterday offered me a free eighty-five inch eight K TV, and yeah. I turned it down because of fear. Fear. I didn't send that tape into the. the t- or it was Conan actually. I didn't send the, the tape in. Oh, that's why you hate Conan. Because I was, oh, af- I hate Conan. I was afraid. Oh. I was afraid they wouldn't like it. I was like, well, what if they don't like it? So I didn't send it in. Remember, they came out of the blue and approached me and said, "Could you send it?" So Which there means was already something that they might have. You got to stay ready. In my brain, though, I should have seen. I've already crossed one bridge with them, which is that they're reaching out of the blue, and they went and found my contact to reach out to me. Classic imposter syndrome. But in my mind, I Classic. was like, no, they won't like it when it gets there. Classic. 
but they were rooting for me. I know. And now I know, as because I'm a bit older, and I'm like, Jesus, what a moron I was. And but what's the worst that could happen? They say no, and in which case, you were just where you were before anyway. But anyway, here's what I wanted to say to to this gentleman, David. He said, I don't care what the consultant says. And I want to say this. We are very appreciative of all the help we received from the consultant. Yeah. We, we bitch and moan because a lot of consultancy is, seems like absolute BS or whatever. But I, w- wouldn't we all agree that our consultant actually had one or two, one or two good things yeah. to say? Plus, he was a friend to begin yeah. with. So. And we say was because, ladies and gentlemen, what? we have an entire row of awards here. But we have a new award that's being awarded to us. By who? Ladies and gentlemen, we outlived the consultant. <laughs> that's right, ladies and gentlemen. As of last Wait a minute, week. Well, now we're flying without a as net. As of last week, uh, owner came down and said, hey, guys, I don't. Uh, the show's really good. It's really tight. I don't think you're really going to benefit. So I've, uh, I've pulled the consultant uh, off the case. Who's going to tell us how to do this? Yeah, I'm, I'm now, feeling now dizzy, I feel man. like I'm I know we're flying without a net. Well, guess what? In only four days since the consultant, we've already backtracked on some stuff and really missed out on a couple of benchmarks. So it, it may be back soon. But as of right now, you're listening to a show that won. It won in the trenches. In the battle of show v. consultant, show one, ladies and gentlemen. Show one. Now it's on us. Oh boy, uh, hey, did you did you read this one here, Chewy? I I read some of it and I kind of figured where he was coming from. Uh, it says this is mainly for Matt. But you, you want speak- me to read it because you feel weird reading it? Sure, that'd be great. That'd be great. I I, I think I think this guy is a victim of uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, autocorrect. You know when you write into somebody uh-huh. and you kind of misspell something and then autocorrect decides to put something in that doesn't make sense at all? Right. Because I didn't follow some of it, but I don't think it's because this guy doesn't know what he's doing. And I, I looked up because I was like, is this guy an enemy? And he writes us lots no, of nice stuff. No, a homie. Right? He's absolutely uh, a homie. Wesley, uh, let's and interject whatever you'd like. The This is mainly for Matt, but you speak of the times you went through. Yeah, back when you were a comedian, how long ago? Yeah, you're speaking on pay and taxes, blah, blah, blah. But you weren't around when Austin is the Austin it is. You're married and have a whole family. There is no policing, no government helping, no power or tolls or anything we pay for. I'm not understanding that. You have two income households. A period living on their own. I think it's supposed to be a person living on A person living on their own can't survive here. Chewy included. You say you understand all the time. You don't because you've had a family with two incomes. Okay. This is where I want to interrupt on two things. Okay. I'm just being, now I'm just being, uh, what do you call it? Defensive. Uh, Defensive. And I shouldn't be. I should just go, okay, I'm hearing you. Okay. But I want to say two things. One, we're not a two income household. We're a four income household. Uh, my wife has two jobs. I have two jobs. That's how we survive in the city. Um, secondly, okay. when you say a person surviving, a person living on their own can't survive, it is. I don't know. I think he's suggesting that it's cheaper to be a family, but I would suggest that me raising other people who have no incomes that are complete—that's more expensive. I'll yeah, argue. Seen what insurance income. and college cost. 
I'll argue dual incomes if there's no kids involved, but yeah. Well, I also, and you guys know this, so I don't talk about it on air, but I have two ill in-laws, and I currently, not I, Supplement, my wife and I, we, I have, I'm, I'm responsible for feeding six people. Six people don't get fed if I don't go to work. Three of them are him. You know what? That is a real... You don't. I've, I've dropped like a pound and a half, and you haven't said you haven't said anything about it yet. You haven't said, "Hey, man, I noticed that your button is under complete duress right now." Congratulations. You haven't said any of that to me. You look great. Thank you, man. But this guy's not done yet. Um, yeah, he's not done. He's, he's gonna not say, done yet. What, what, Let me start where on? are we? You say you understand all the time. You don't because you've had a family of two with two incomes for how long? I redirect everything Matt says, but it's nowhere near close to the same thing as saying I used to be a struggling comic 25 years ago I'm 27 and have a house so your 20 years ago doesn't mean s okay I'm I'm confused by that because if this guy has a house at 27 it seems like he's killing it did you have a house at 27 hell no is that what he was for okay or is he saying that I had a house at 20 no because I did not have a house until I was 35 I think uh, let's see here. So I guess he has a house at 27. Which, by uh, the way... So your 20 years ago doesn't mean as much. I and guess. this isn't me fighting with him. If, you, if you've if you managed to somehow in this... If you're, if you're a single guy and you've managed to get a house by 27, congrats, because you're doing it right. Oh, yeah. Big up. Uh, all right. Go ahead. Uh, I'm not arguing because I love all the opinions and discussions y'all have. You can argue, too. We'll take your arguments, man. We're not mad at you. But the one thing that bothers me is Matt bringing up spending more than you need. That's what everyone does. That's not a new thing. Look at cultural documentaries, and yeah, people um, have different values for what makes their life better. Okay, I, but that doesn't mean they shouldn't be comfortable living uh, comfortable. Okay, this is this is where my my butt clenched last night when I was reading this. Boy, that's not good for you. It's not. But. Me bringing up spending more than you need to, I'm not the only. I, is you this can't in defend, regards to Chewy's you can't, conversation? Is I, that, I think so because he said okay. Because I've said before, because I've said to Chewy, I'm taking Chewy to task on things that I saw myself do my entire life. Right? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I want to help Chewy out, but I know it probably he may not hear it the same way I couldn't hear it when when people right. were trying to say. Well, that's it to how me. any advice when you're younger. Any of us, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. How it's gonna- and I don't take it personally either. Like, I, I'll say to Chewy, like, cause, and part of it, too, is just me poking the bear with Chewy. That's what we do. And he'll say, well, dude, I, don't, I, I, I can't rub two nickels together. And I'm like, well, how many nickels did you rub together last night when you went to Lynn Asian Kitchen for your for your $85 soup dumpling? That's about right. $30. It was delicious. And that's that's us poking at each other. Right. Wait, he's not done yet. Though. He's not done yet. He oh. goes along a little bit longer. Um, but, but But I will say this. I'm never going to back down on, hey, everyone should always take a second look at what they're spending and do they need to. Because the one thing I have learned and the habit I've gotten better in is even if it's $5, anything that you can put into savings and anything that you can invest, compound interest, here's the problem. Everybody should be take every dollar they make in their 20s, every, and nobody should be going out in their 20s, ever. Not even once. And you, shouldn't, you should barely own shoes in your 20s. Because if you put every effing dollar you make into the bank in your 20s, then when you're in your 40s, you can afford all the shoes you want. Because in that small amount of time, you'll, you'll be living high on the hog. But a, none of us, but none of, we all go, oh, S, I got to start saving it's not enough, uh, yeah, when we get old right. and we go start thinking about retirement. And guess what? At that point, there's not enough time. It's way easier if you're younger. Not enough track left. So if you I, can put 10, if you can put 20 grand in the bank by the time you're like 21, 22. Yeah. 
and put all of that in like Roth IRAs and not even touch it, you will have a chunk of change when you're when you're seventy. So in the twenties, where are you living that you don't have rent and all of this stuff? You do. What I'm saying is you don't have a, no. You don't man, have what a he's saying is that no. Okay, what's the no, cool amount to save is 20s? small enough. Like, I was working 12-hour days, and I didn't have money to save up anything. Well, yeah, but he, but I'm not ahead. accusing you of anything. I know, I know. I'm just saying I'm that's saying a wild culture, fantasy. Okay, culturally right now, this city says if you're in your 20s, you should be on rainy, and you should be mm-hmm. getting laid, and you should be getting drunk and having the time of your life. Culturally, that's what it says, right? I'm not arguing that that, that when I was 20, guess where I was? I wasn't saving a dollar. I was spending every single dollar trying to get laid and getting drunk like that's what i was doing but here's what i've learned as i'm a bit older if culturally all of my friends had we'd all said to each other oh man i can't wait till we're 40 and we get to party and all of us had been pushing each other that hey we're all going to get together tonight at at sam's house he's making the rice and beans and we're going to split 12 packs of the cheapest beer because we're definitely not going out if it was uncool to go out and what was really cool is to save i know that sounds dorky right Mm -hmm. but had it been God, I'd be in a different position right now in my life. And everybody out there who has now turned their head into saving knows that what I'm saying is right. Now, it may not be cool, and it may be impractical. I'm not so stupid as to think that that our nature isn't to want to go out and party. I know it is. Mm -hmm. And I'm not also – I've never been the get-off-my-lawn dude. I've never stood up and said, these Gen Zers, they don't know what to do. In fact, I've said, hey, we've got a lot to learn from the next generation. What I am saying is, God, I wish I could shake a 20-year-old by the shoulders and go back. Please, please try to put, please don't. Make love to me. (laughs) (laughs) Baby, baby, please. Yes, but after that, hey, here's the deal. You make love to me, I'll put $500 in your Roth IRA. How about that? (laughs) But anything that you put in will compound. So it's like that's even you, you hear so much like young, young people are like, well, that but that's not enough. I, not, that's not enough to it's five bucks. Put it as a compound. And then if you it, figure out how to invest, you're compounding even more. We're just talking about basic savings. Yeah. All right, you, all that savings. Is but out. I didn't learn this game until I was early in my 40s. Look, I, I would love to play some financial games and put you on circumstances. OK, you're saving up. What do you got? Twelve hundred dollars. OK. You're uh your transmission's out. What do you do now? Well, that's the thing. You go. You immediately go and you spend that twelve hundred dollars. I look. You think that I'm telling you that you're doing something wrong or that you failed? And I think that's what Wesley thinks I'm doing is calling him out. At, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, it. I'm it trying to tell you sucks. Some my perspective of of like my generation. The bills are okay. never going Here's to what makes it's me angry. Here's what makes me angry when you say my generation, okay? Okay. okay? Because I was driving down 183, and I had a new child, and the transmission went out on my Honda. And when I took it in, and I said, hey, this is under warranty still, they said, no, it's not under warranty. And I said, what do you mean? How is it not under warranty? Here's what the mileage, and they said, yeah, but this is because of the the the, the, uh, the transmission flu. Uh, the transmission flu was really black, and I said, it says right here in the book that the first change of transmission fluid is supposed to be at ninety thousand miles, which I always thought was insane on this car, right. but that's what it says, and I'm under that. And they said, no, 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 and when it was all said and done, thirty six hundred dollars is what it cost me, and I had to have a car because I had to get to work, right? I had to get on the road, and I had a child coming, and guess what it did. It took me down to below zero in my savings, okay? Uh-huh. So when you say your generation, it, it's yours is not the first generation 
to suddenly have a car blow you out of the water. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, then uh, I guess we come to, we've come to so, an agreement so, so there. So why aren't you accounting for that in your 20s? What do you this, mean I'm, why am I not accounting for that? you've experienced it. I don't know what the F you're saying to me right now. I really don't. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying there's a lot of things. Savings doesn't end up being as much as you, you think it does. And then y'all want to invest it in something to compound. And then I need that money come around a time. And it's in a 401k or a Roth IRA. That's where you told me to put it. I, now I need that $2,000 I saved up because the transmission's out. What am I supposed to do now? Wait till I'm 40 and I'm rich? Uh, no. Unf- Walk? I, he, does he not hearing what I'm saying? I'm he's hearing not, what y'all are saying. You're, no, you're, you're so defensive you're not hearing what I'm saying. I just added a circumstance. And it's right. not defense. It's just... Here's this. That, yeah, that happen, here's that what you got to do. You got to pull that money out. And you got to go. And you got to go pay for a transmission. It's just exa- which is what I'm telling you is exactly what I did. There's no part of me that's you. You think I think what you're hearing is we're I'm both call- right. None I think you're hearing me. Right. I think what you're hearing is that I'm calling you irresponsible. I think that's what no, you're hearing. No, 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 not at all. I'm just adding some of the things into the circumstances we're talking about. It is life sucks. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. And it seems impossible to that's, get ahead. That's all I can say high. is if I could go back to my 20s, okay? And I don't know what I was doing because I don't, I don't really remember. But it was here in Austin. I would have made, if I could go back and redo it, I would have made some sacrifices. Maybe not buy that record album or that CD or whatever it was at that time. And put, the, and put some of my money away, no matter how little it was. Because I've seen how it compounds even a little amount. Yes, I think and that's what I'm trying to say. And if you keep adding to that every, whether it's five dollars a week, when it, I got it, just of, keeps adding. What you're putting in is adding up, and then and whatever you're making on it is adding up. When I, I got just, out of college, my first I job, I would have made more sacrifices and mm-hmm. and saved more. I graduated from UT. My first job, I made nineteen thousand five hundred dollars a year. Kind of thought I was rich. I'm gonna be honest with you. Nineteen thousand five hundred dollars a year. And what I went and did is I found a place that I could rent, where all of my I went and found roommates, and all of my expenses were covered, and I still had money to go out on the weekends. You know, forty, fifty bucks every weekend. Okay, and that's how I lived my life. As I was like, oh, I'm living below my means because my job covers all of my expenses. <laughs> if I had it to do again, knowing what I know, I would have taken a second job somewhere. Also in my twenties. Because and then I would have taken even that small amount, that extra ten grand I made that year, yeah. and I would have put every single dime of it into something like a Roth. Yeah, knowing what I know now, something you now, try to forget. Knowing about. what I knew then, yeah. And if somebody had come to me and said you should go get an extra job, I'd be like, bitch, I'm already working forty hours a week, and I barely have any time to go out with my friends. That's exactly what I would say to that person. Right. But knowing who I am now, if I could have gotten that extra ten, because all it would have taken was two years. If I could put twenty grand in by the time I was twenty-two years old. Then by the time I was 29 years old, yeah, that was in the 90s, the largest run-up we've ever seen in the market, right? Then that 20 grand would have been around 45 to 50 grand. Then that 50 grand would have gone to 100 grand to 200. And I, that 20 grand would now be around 750 thousand dollars. I would have in the bank, and I'm still not retiring for a while. Mm-hmm. So that's going to become a million dollars. Mm-hmm. A million and a half, well, actually. Pay, yeah, and then you got to pay taxes, but and yeah. I could have gotten out of working my ass off for those two years, but I didn't understand. that. I didn't either. Nobody told me. I never took and that's a class. All that's all I'm saying. At no point am I saying if you're 20, you're irresponsible and you're an idiot if you're not working. I'm not doing that. I know what it's like to be 20. I had zero desire to because I was never going to die, and I was never going to be 60. It was right. never going to happen. I was 20. I didn't have this gut. 
And girls were talking to me for the first time in my life. So the last thing I wanted to do was work a second job. Right. All right, you want to go to some callers that might be angry? Yeah, Do we, can we push? We don't have a break at the end. We can do whatever we want. Awesome. Perfect. Uh, uh, how about this? Can we float that? Let me float that window nation. Okay, and we'll come right back to callers? Yeah, yeah. Just right. grab the first caller. Tell them they're on hold for a second or whatever. Because I don't want to lose anybody right now. I'd really like to get some finance guys in here. That'd be great. That we could great. talk to and be like, what Excellent. What can actually be done if and what's you realistic? are just a dumb middle just class? Sure what's realistic? What's realistic? Because guy. lower and, middle class. And this is where I'm trying to be careful with my words because right now, anytime you go on, anytime I go to YouTube, someone's like, how I made $25,000 in 48 hours. And it's all about the get rich quick scheme. And what I'm saying is, what I have learned and seen now in my life's experience, and I and, and Bob, you know a lot more than me because uh, I haven't gotten there yet. I, I, I don't know everything there is to know. What I do know is it is very real that if you can put away some money in something like a, a, a Roth, which seemed at the time, I remember it was like the most I could put in there is six grand. What am I going to do with six grand when I'm retired? I'll spend that in a month. Who cares? But I did not understand how much that could grow and I didn't know that in something like a Roth, it's tax-free when I take it out later in life. All right. You got to hope nothing comes up. That'll be a good year. Let's go to uh, Mandy. Mandy, haven't heard from you in a while. How's it going, Mandy? It's going pretty good, guys. Um, love you guys. Love the show. Sorry I haven't called in a while. What's up, girl? It's all right. But I just heard you guys talking, and I'm like, let me help you guys. All right. Perfect. So, um, of course, I'm an older millennial. 86, right? Okay. But I've been balancing a checkbook since I was 13. I had a job that would paid me under the table, and then I got a real job. These things, balancing the checkbook, any entry, I would overestimate to round it up to the next dollar. Over time, that gave me a chunk afterwards that I could put somewhere else and save. This doesn't mean I'm saving a lot now. And, of course, with the Roth IRAs, those are great, but you can only contribute 65000 a year. No, 6500 I'm sorry. I, yes, yeah. I do this all the time. I, okay. I see a comma, and I want to say 1000 you can only do 6500 I, 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 I We're guys. We know how to overestimate. We, you ask us how big our dong is, and we'll tell you a little bit bigger, so we understand. Well, take that overestimation and do it with your finances, and then you'll have a little bit of something left over. And then, of course, life happens. This is why you need to have your credit in place. You don't use your credit for things like you want a nice vacation or this and that and the other. You use your credit for when... The transmission breaks down. You can use a credit to get it fixed and then pay it off slowly. That's how you responsibly use credit. Now, now Mandy, and what you're talking about here, though, every bit of it. You have to be responsible. Well, you also have to be disciplined. What you're talking about really is is, is has less to do with this. You, people can still be responsible, but the amount of discipline you're talking about right now is really hard for, for people to achieve. Most people can't. Exactly, yeah. and I've had to learn it on my own. It's not anything anyone ever could teach. How did, so what what kind of house? What kind of house did you grow up in? Were you ever uh, food insecure or anything well, like it, that? Uh, somewhat. But the thing is, my mom would always say, "Hey, if I can't get this bill paid, I'm going to jail, and you have to go live with <laughs> someone." Like you know. All I right, that's a little bit of a stressor. A child. Mm-hmm. 
So I knew money was the way the world turns, and I needed to be on top of it so it wasn't on top of me. And I learned that at a young age. Hmm. So it's, it's and I see, and I mean, my husband struggles with it, and he's finding these things out, and we're coming, we're growing together to right. figure it out. Right. And that's a hard play when you so combine. hard. It is so hard. Because, like, I mean, rent is as bad as it is now. But I've seen, my mom used to get 400 in child support. I've seen things, documents and saying that people get 1,800 a month now for one child. Right. And I'm like, right. Mm, no. The difference, the differences between everything per generation, and what what Gen X was used to, and what m- millennials have been born into, and what they're used to, it it just doesn't it doesn't mix. We right. hear you. Thank, have, thank you very much, Manny. Thanks, thanks Manny. for. I think I you got some good advice there about the discipline and. Uh, I don't want us to turn into one of those shows that's, mm-hmm. that's that starts pointing fingers at other generation intergenerational strife. There's enough of that. Yes, and I'm glad that Wesley wrote because if what I was saying was worded incorrectly on Monday and it sounded like I was saying, well, the new generations are idiots and they can't save, that was not my intention at all. Uh, I get, I think what I may be saying is stressing, oh my God, I wit, there are ways out, right. even if it seems impossible, there are ways out, but none of it happens quickly. None of it happens quickly. If you're, if you're, if you're in your twenties with an extra sixty five hundred to put in that Roth IRA, you see, do but it. you see, then here's where I get upset. With Why? You. What do you mean? I it's just because you're advice. being an asshole right now. Is Why? what you're doing. You're like, well, I guess if you're in your twenties and you got an extra million dollars, put that in the bank and maybe you can turn it into something. You're 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 discounting what I'm saying as an impossibility. No, no, I don't know. It's just not going to be sixty five hundred. Let's go to Mr. He's negative, isn't he? Bob, is he negative or is it well, me? I, just, I try to I be just real. said any amount, any amount is better than no amount. That's true. And I think that's what she was saying about rounding up pennies and things like that. It just If yeah. you didn't smoke weed for one month, you would have $6,500 you could put in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Robert. Yeah, hello. What's up, Bob? Yes, Robert. This, this guy sounds like he's saved some money. Yeah. Uh, yeah, basically, I'm a 63-year-old, uh, single, never married, no children, uh, so I got to do what I want. Right. But nice. I, ended up, I was very fortunate uh, in being able to purchase a house uh, back when I was young, and so I've always been a homeowner, but my point here is being single, you have to have a roommate if you're going to be a homeowner. Nowadays, what, you can't even live in a one-bedroom apartment. You, you've got to have roommates, so... It's ridiculous to try to get by on your own, and here I am, retired on a disability, and I have to work part-time, and I have to have a roommate still. Well, yes, there, so, there is zero doubt, and this show has never tried to say... That's the that, American that, dream. That is, it's not only expensive everywhere, but the... The para... Was it... What do you call it? It's not parabolic. What do you call it Paradox? when something when no. something goes up really fast? When the graph oh. goes up really fast like yeah, yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, uh, How about this? The increase parabol- in in it, the parabolic. I, but no. I thought parabola came back down too. Oh yeah. God, we're idiots. Yeah, we are. We're absolute effing morons. Uh, the point is, is the parametric the, the incremental, uh, insanely incremental increase in this city. Mm-hmm. Has made things nuts. Did you put anything in a Roth IRA, Robert? Did you try? Oh, he's he's going to keep poking at this, isn't he? I worked at uh, I worked in a, a high tech company back in the '80s for over 11 years, so I had money put away. 
Mm-hmm. But once I got older and I was so far in debt, credit cards, all of this and that, uh, eventually I turned in what my money was. It was like, I don't know how much it right. was, but it was a lot. And I turned it in and I managed to get myself out of debt. I paid off the bills and I have a credit cards, which I rarely use. And I put the cash away. Because, but the thing is, I'm putting the cash away, not putting it into investments. But, um, but no, I use that money to get me out of debt and not use credit cards. So um, I've got my debit card. But putting the money away early, yeah, you've got to do it. And they just don't understand. But it's also getting out there, getting that good, responsible job. Getting something good. That well, also, good. too, no one's, one of those. no one, no one. Uh, no one's making anyone live in Austin, and I and that's not going to be a popular thing to say. There are places in the country that you can probably live for a lot less or make more money. It's very, this is a very appealing place for people to live. That usually means they don't have to pay big salaries because of the draw. It's certainly, certainly that way in the entertainment business. Uh, but you could live somewhere else. There's no one forcing yeah, you. There's well, no no one's forcing you. But and, and Wesley, who originally wrote this, brought up some good points where he's like he's saying like the idea of being comfortable isn't about being able to buy the stuff you want. That's never talked about. It you're not buying what you want. You're buying what you're what. what uh, look, we should want a country and we should want a city where people can live where they want and still be able to afford. You know what I mean? Like right, it, it should be. We, it should be. We're not saying, right. well, you know, screw you. It it. It kind of sucks, especially if you've been living here for a long time, and all of a sudden the, the city oh, just yeah. takes yeah. off from around you. You don't feel no. like you're wanted no. anymore. That, that 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 anybody who doesn't understand that, that sucks for people, it sounds like they're they're not oh, very empathetic. Suck. Well, I've been I've been back here in Austin eighteen and a half years, and uh, living here. And but I was born in Austin when I lived up. I grew up in South Austin. But it's just so expensive, so we had to move out here, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need a roommate? You need a third roommate? No, 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 no. no. Oh. You don't want to hear those nightmares. But I'm, uh, but, but basically, again, I'm going to say be responsible. Figure out how can you become a homeowner and quit wasting that money that you're putting on a property. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, we, I think we all know that. But the, 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 I think what we want to know, done, yeah, yeah, it's easier said than done. And when you say, hey, quit wasting money, people want to know how. How do I quit wasting money other than just platitudes? Like, I, I think people want specifics. The problem is right now, if you go if you go on YouTube right now and you say, how do I get a little more money? YouTube is going to tell you, well, here's what you need to do. You need to start drop shipping. And if you pay $12.95 to me, I'll send you a document that will teach you how to drop ship, and you'll be able to make an extra $3,000 a month. And then you go to the next guy, and he says to you, well, here's what you need to do. You need to start making creating AI art. You can put AI art on Etsy, and you can create patterns in the background, and you can make an extra five. Five hundred dollars every single yes. week, right? Or and, and, you know, NFTs because it's all about how do I get money fast tomorrow, get rich quick. We want that. Okay. That's what our, what we're wired for. And what I'm saying and and in trying to uh, implore people to do is to get rich slowly. Yeah, it takes time. Well, whatever. Hey, but listen, learn how to cook. Stop going out to eat. That's going to save you a fortune in money right now. I mean, there, a salad right, right now, wanna, Robert. He is eating a salad wanna, right now. You want to know what that get rich? You're not going to get rich, but you're going to save a lot of money because the generation growing up, they don't know how to cook. 
No, well, we don't know. Now they do not. Uh, we don't. Know, we don't know that, Richard. Thank you. Well, you're taking it. You're taking a shot now good. at the young kids, hey, I'm, right? I'm, I'm an old man. That's my. Well, opinion. I know. And and, yeah, and management yeah. just called and said, "Hey, Richard's out of the demo. Can you please hang up?" Thank on you, him? Robert. We'd love yeah. to. Ha- I'd love to have you as a roommate, Robert. Thank you. Which I think that's probably my next move after this lease is up. It just makes sense. I'm going to have to move with a few other. But you're people. having. I think you're having a hard time with it because it's a depressing feeling, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's saying that I'm not worthy enough to live in a place by my I, own. It feels backtracking. Because that's exactly what it is. I got to a place in my life where I got to live on my own, and then I had to go back to having roommates. And it felt, in fact, I did it tw- two or three times in my life. Mm-hmm. And you feel like, oh, I'm get- becoming a success. I'm crawling out of roommates. I've got my own place. And then you got to go back to roommates. And it... It, it doesn't feel good. I think it added to my it, invad- it added to my depression time. And the fact is, a lot of times my depression was contributing to the fact that I wasn't also earning, and mm. then it was only compounded by the fact that then I was backsliding. You know, it, yeah. it's it's it sucks. Yeah, I don't know. It should be fun. Hopefully, I get some cool roommates. Maybe some ladies. If you're, I'd like a threes company situation. Hey, hey do you think when is your when is your lease up? Like June or July? Okay, here's the deal. You don't necessarily want roommates. No, I would. I despise but, them. But what is one of the three resolutions you have this year? Orgy. Right now, hot female, OnlyFans, roommates. So they're making that OnlyFans money. So now you're in an apartment like downtown, looking over the city. But they're just using you're you're nothing but a piece of meat to them. Well, but, sometimes you I might mean, have to hold a light or a reflector. Yeah. But they're just like, hey, we just need a. Well, will we you frame this shot up for me? Hey, man, is it cool? We just need a boner in here. I'm gonna be so mad at the money they're making, though. Well, I'm gonna be like Bob. I'm gonna be angry, bitter. Let's go to <laughs> Rich. Hey, I uh, I I was gonna give a good idea, but I think Matt blows mine out of the water. Oh, for oh the, 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 no, no! Having having affair with uh, with OnlyFans girls and making them <laughs> your roommate. OnlyFans thing, I think that's more money quicker. Yeah, um, I I agree with everybody. Put a little bit away every month, but I, I can tell you my secret to be able to do that: sell drugs and marry well. See, there you go. Wow. Now that's that's the kind of advice that you need, right there, everybody. And don't use your own product. Everybody oh, should be well, selling a little. That too. It keeps you going. Oh, it just keeps well, you selling all night, all day. Here's the thing: who's spending the most money? Right? Who's spending money hand over fist right now in this town? Young people with money who are being irresponsible with it. Mm-hmm. What you need to do is go to that source, the source of the money. Take your drugs down to Rainy Street. Take mm-hmm. your drugs down to West and East Sixth yeah. Street. Take your drugs down there. Sell them to the young people who who should be saving that money but aren't, and then you pocket that right. that dough. Right. Right. Just All right. right, thanks, Rich. Appreciate it. This That's is our good. this is our simple program we're offering to you. Okay, for twelve ninety five, we'll lay we'll it let out you know on how to sell pamphlet. drugs to young people in the city of Austin. It should there should be a blueprint, like just like there's microwave instructions for popcorn. This age, do this. At twenty five, make sure this happens. Thirty, and then you'll be able well, to retire. A second Instead. ago, though, I was just like, "Hey, you need to save money in your 20s. and you said, "Oh, all right, all right, I'll just throw that extra money That's in there." So broad. That's just there's people not having extra money. There's people that make different salaries, and some people are putting away five dollars. Do you use some a, people are putting do away? Do you use a debit card right now? A debit card or a credit yeah, card? Yeah, they make ones that that will round up to the nearest dollar every time you make a purchase. Go get one of those. Okay. And I know what you're gonna you're gonna say as well. I'm all only end up with three hundred dollars then at the end of the year. What good is that going to do me? And I'm telling you, it's going to do you 
three hundred dollars more good than you than than you had before. I say this while putting the max amount in my four hundred one k for the past decade, which is brilliant. That's brilliant that you've done but that, aren't and you, you never bring s- that up. Shouldn't I move that around or do something to that? Well, well, are you looking at the way it's invested within that? No. Well, and that might be something you want to do is look is look at how it's invested in there. Can I pull the money out and buy a house? I wouldn't do that. I think that would be a terrible move for you to to, 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 to make. That's universally accepted that that's a bad move if you can avoid it because it, of the amount of uh, taxes and penalties you pay on that money. You would you would do yourself and the a real future disservice. earning of that money that yeah. you would lose. So. But I didn't know that you did that, and that's that's brilliant. But and you I've already said be you should be saving, and it sounds like you are saving. But there are options within that that the money could be put into that some are but better than others. But I don't get others. that money. My thirties are going to be, I mean, trash, and my forties are going to be trash until I get the. Yeah, but you want, you want to know why? You want to know where it's going to bring you some benefit? And then you're old, and everything hurts, and everything's trash. Do you want to know where it's going to bring you some benefit? Where? I have some family members right now who are old, and everything hurts. And they have exactly zero dollars. Plus, whenever they filed their taxes every year, mm-hmm. they BS'd so that they could have extra money in their pocket at that time. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Because they didn't want to pay the extra $300 in taxes, they BS'd in line. So what they told the federal government for years is, oh, basically you're making nothing. Guess what that does to your Social Security when you retire? Mm. Gives you nothing? It gives you nothing. What? Yeah. So now I have some family members who are essentially unable to work, ill, growing medical bills, and have no access and no hope for money other than the charity of others. Right. And they're not happy about it. Not that they're, they're embarrassed about it is what's happening. And they didn't and, and here's the thing. They weren't they were never living high on the hog. I can't blame them and say, well that look, they were going and partying. And I, they never did that. They were always Check to check to check to check. They never made good dough. But also, they never had parents. They never had somebody they worked with say to them, hey, this is going to benefit you in the end. You need to make these couple of moves. I would love to get somebody in here who even looked at your 401k and said, hey, man, here's a better way to invest these funds where you could actually be making more money and paying less fees. Because trends make you more money in the long long run, yeah. Because if you're just sticking money in there and you're putting it in one of those uh, retirement at uh, retirement target accounts or whatever, mm-hmm. there's high fees in there, and they, they're not terrible, but but you could be making money. You're more telling money me old Jed could be a millionaire? He could be. He could be. Mr. Armstrong. Yeah, uh, a callback. Something I want to agree with Matt about this morning. Oh. Uh, talking heads, not good. But I want your opinion on this. I think uh, I think mod- modest mouth is what you would get if the talking heads were good. Oh yeah, I'll say you know exactly. I actually love that. That is an astute that observation. Is, that is a. It's heady, and most people I don't think are going to follow your logic. But as somebody who's been exposed to both of those bands, I think you're right. Dude. Is, you stopped making sense <laughs> at the beginning of that phone call. You uh, so controversial. I think yet he so built. Brave. I think he built nothing out of something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Thanks, right, thanks, Mr. Armstrong. My That's girlfriend is better. Uh, we got two minutes left. Ray, real fast. Yeah, I think you guys are focused on the wrong part of the All equation. Right. Oh, here. here we go. Fix this, Ray. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, you need to work on the money in, not necessarily the money out. And if Woo! you're rounding up and other stuff, you know, that uh, honestly, no offense to anybody, but that's like broke mentality. Okay. Yeah. Another yeah. thing, you should be hanging around the people that are in the same boat as you, unless they aspire to be somewhere else. Bob you need doesn't. To lift yourself up to. Other thoughts. 
right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to live around everybody that's got the same mentality of, hey, I need to save my money because that's, that's all crap. You're so, saying you need to exposing yourself. If you want to be a millionaire, you need to be spending more time with millionaires is what you're saying. Uh, well, people, not necessarily millionaires. If you can get around them, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, the thing is, is if you're working for somebody else, uh, you know, there, ne- there needs to be a reason why you're working for them. Yeah, because we're, we're lazy? Is that a good reason? Because <laughs> yeah, I don't want a real job? Well, you need to figure out where you want to be, right? At the end of the day, you want to figure out where you want to be, and then you need to figure out what jobs you need to get so you can get the education, OJT, to get to that end state. Because yep. companies are using you, you might as well use the companies and strategically place yourself to where you want to be. I can't. Like now, I can't argue with it. I want that. to argue with you, Ray, and I can't. Um, I mean, you're saying you're again. You're, that's a discipline. That takes a discipline that a lot of us. And don't Ray, have. you're 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 doling out a bitter pill that most people don't want to hear. Because what we want to hear is, but I want to have the job that I want, and I want to have the happy life that I want. And you're saying, well, you can have that, but it may not be in the place that you're in right now, and you may need to make some hard decisions. Right, and don't be comfortable. People stay at jobs that they, they're comfortable at. And if you, the best thing that happened to me is I, I left a place that ends in ELL and, um, and went to another place. Hell? And uh, I never looked back. <laughs> he worked at Hell? <laughs> no, yeah. ta- he used to work at Taco Bell. And he's, Taco he moved Bell. over to Wendy's. <laughs> and now that he's, he's serving Bell. those Baconators hand over fist and he's making that dough, Good luck baby. to you, sir. We got to hey, go. You tell Dave Thomas we said, hey, bro. I love his stuff. Thank you, Ray. <laughs> I, all of that, I think, was probably good. Yeah. I think so too. You know, we're gonna—we are literally going to get a call in about an hour from management, going, "Hey, the the consultant's coming back." <laughs> We've heard this week's worth of shows where you guys have decided to do. Uh, what's that guy that does the uh, the on the AM? Dave, the, Dave Ramsey. Ramsey? Yeah, we've heard Carl you guys Stewart. trying to do the Carl Stewart Dave Ramsey oh, Carl show, Stewart. and it's got to stop. You guys don't even know what the hell you're talking about, right? 